There's Emmanuel. That's the man I've been waiting for. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk to him. Yes! What a do? I got, look, I got my Brooklyn. I got my Brooklyn, my Whitney Houston, my Adidas. It's all for you. It's all New York in the building. Yes. I got. I had to put the, I had to slap the jersey on right quick. Exactly, because that's how, y'all know he's from Brooklyn, right? Y'all already know that's his hometown. Brooklyn, best eye is in this Mickey Ficky on a <laughs> uh, special occasion of the, the the memory of 9-11 and the memory of the 94-9-11, which was the concert. So we're going to get into the Michael Jackson concert. We're going to get into the 9-11. Whatever you want to talk about, Q, you're Listen, I don't even, listen, I don't even want to talk. I want to listen. <laughs> because we went through it, but I never like I wrote a blog about it. So anybody who want to know how I felt, just go into my link in my bio, and you could click the blog and read about every everything that I went through. Shout out to all your fans coming in. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What to do? What's going on? What's up, GG? What's up, Rick? What's yes. up? What's up? How y'all doing? So, um. So, you know, but your perspective is is important in this, okay? It's important because the way I see it and the way you see it is completely, you know, different. You know? That's why I want to talk to you. <laughs> I want to know how you see it. I've never really talked to you about but, it. But, and I've never talked about the whole... You know Michael Jackson concert, which I think is his last concert. If I if I'm not mistaken, that was his last real concert. And um, and I we never talked about that. We never talked about uh the next morning, which was nine eleven. We never. I've never talked to anyone about that. Ever. Are you serious? No, I'm I'm dead serious. I've never talked to anyone about that. Wow. No. Say what now? Nobody knew. Are you serious? Nobody knows to this day. What? This no. is an exclusive. I didn't even know I was getting an exclusive. No, I've never, I've never had this conversation before. I've never talked to anyone about it, and um, and nobody even knew to even ask. You're you're one of the very people to even know to even ask. Wow, Emmanuel, this is man, this is big, and I and, and I literally got this yesterday i didn't think about it thursday i didn't think about it a month ago i thought about it yesterday and being the the loving brother that you are you responded immediately i appreciate you on oh, this it's important you know what it's important important history um you know how we got through that how we dealt with that all of that is 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 real you know and and how we had to mentally deal with you know, having the best night of our lives, feeling wild and enjoying and all of that, and then the next morning, all hell breaking loose. Come on. It's like like you couldn't have gotten the high of the high and the low of the low in in with 24 hours more than that moment right there. That, that yes. was like to see, to see MJ Madison freaking Square Garden, like come on. Madison Square, it, 
And it's the 30th anniversary, so everybody in their mama's mama is on stage performing. So, so Usher's on stage, Chris Tucker's on stage, uh, Whitney's on stage, mm -hmm. uh, Britney Spears on stage, um, um, Liz Taylor's in the audience, Macaulay's there, I'm sitting right behind them. Um, listen, okay, so so set it up, set it all up. Right. All right, all right. Okay. okay. All right. Right. Okay. Your setup is important to how this thing kicks off. Gotcha. You're the reason why I even went. I believe it. Cause you didn't even know. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. Let me set it up. So, I even went in the first. Yeah, place. So listen, everyone. You know, first of all, my name is Quincy Thomas. I'm the host and founder of Studio Q. Emmanuel is my good, good friend. Like, I feel like he's my brother from another mother. Sometimes when I was with his mother, I felt that was my mother. So I just, yes, I, you know, I started out as a fan, but I ended up as family. And uh, I'm grateful to have known him this, this long. Months before Michael Jackson's anniversary happened, I got wind of it on the, I mean, I wasn't that internet savvy, but I was Whitney Houston savvy. So I found out that Whitney Houston was supposed to be performing at this big Michael Jackson concert. I'm like, Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston on the same, oh my gosh, how can I go, how can, who do I, what can I, I have like, I have, it's the first time ever that I connected Michael Jackson and Emmanuel together to do, to ask him for something. Like, literally, like, this man been friends with Michael forever. But, you know, he'll tell you that the first person I asked him about was uh, Whitney Houston. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, when I um, approached him, I called Manny and I was like, yo, do you think that, you know, it's possible that if you go to the concert, because I just knew he already knew. And he was like, wait, wait, what are you talking about? I have, like, what do you mean? What's, what's going on? I said, Michael Jackson's having a 30th anniversary and Whitney's going to be performing. It was months before it happened. Manny had no clue. He was like, oh, okay, well, let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me see, like, let me, let me see what I can do. You know, I hit you back, you know, a lot, a lot. I was like, okay. Okay. Okay, let me, let me just Frank. quick fast this so we can get to to Emmanuel's perspective real quick. I love all this. I love all of this because this is, like, I was clueless and, you know, my my ears is to a different tune sometimes and so I'm not necessarily always, um, you know, I love you guys more. I'll just comment down here. I yes, please don't ignore the love. I, I love you guys. You you know this. Um, um, so, I, I'm you know, I, you know, Mike's my guide. I, I got so much love and, 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 um, uh, respect for him. And, um, so that's, that's big bro, period, right? So yeah. you told me they were doing the concert and they were doing the Madison Square Garden. And I don't even know, was I in Atlanta? I don't even know. I don't even know. Cause you know, you, you be in the air, you be all over the place. Like, ain't no telling. <laughs> Where your GPS was at at the time. I'm just glad I had the phone number to connect with you. But you had no clue there was a concert. You you was, he had no clue, guys, you know. And um, so, you know, that was it. I asked him. I love Manny. Like, he went on about his life. I went on about my life. I get a freaking phone call the Saturday before the next 
the second show because Michael had two shows. Why? Because he's Michael Jackson. Okay. Right. <laughs> Monday. Exactly. Friday and Monday. So when Friday happened, and um, I was like, oh, well, I guess, you know, he couldn't do it, whatever, you know, whatever. You know, Saturday, I get a call from Mr. Lewis saying, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing on Monday? You know what? I just, I, someone just asked me that. Says, I was like, yo, what are you doing uh, t tomorrow, right? And yeah. he's like, um, I says, do you, do you go to a baseball game? He says, are you asking me to the baseball game? <laughs> Actually, I am. I, I just have a weird way of getting to that. But yeah, I, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 ask, do you want to go to Michael Jackson concert? No. What are you doing on Monday? You you got the day off? Can you uh can you come to New York or you you get you you need something? Now? What do you I, man, I could, words couldn't even, I couldn't even articulate words because <laughs> first of all, it's Friday, the Friday, you know, it's Saturday. So the concert in my mind, it was already over, even though there was another day, like, you know, but Emmanuel was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't forget about you, boo-boo. I didn't forget about you, boo-boo. And my mouth was just open and he was like, yeah, get ready. Like, we going. And I mean, I was looking for, like, I mean, it was, woo. It, I, I can't even, I can't even describe the adrenaline because, I, first of all, I've never seen Michael Jackson live, never been to Madison Square Gardens. Wow. I'm going as a guest with Emmanuel Lewis and I'm looking forward to seeing Whitney. Like, I was like on cloud a thousand, <laughs> a thousand. Yeah. A thousand. And how are you even a like when did it when did it, you know, adjust that, oh, he is having a concert. You heard it in, you know, other places that just except for me. Like when did you hear, oh, it is a concert going on? No, from you. I really I, <laughs> <laughs> I went from you to calling up, yo, uh, we need a couple of tickets. I mean, that was it. That was um Wow. Because, you know, trying to get tickets is like Madison Square Garden. The, the tickets sold out in, what, 15, 20 minutes? Something crazy. You know, come on. It's Michael Jackson. It's like, Michael Jackson. Let's, let's keep it a buck. It, the, the tickets sold out in, you know, record time like it should. Like, right. not uncommon usual for, you know, for him on any given city, on any given night to sell out and only tickets left is what's on the street and you don't know what's what's real and not unless you have a personal dealer. No, Facts. 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 He gave it to y'all real and wrong. Y'all know what's up. Come on now. Yes. You, gotta, you gotta have the highs and some lows. You know what I mean? You gotta right. be You gotta be able to communicate to the presidents and your bruh. Uh, let me get three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that, that, my, that, my friend, that is Emmanuel Lewis, okay? He can rock with the janitor, and he can roll with the president, and they both know him by name. Bro, look, listen, my mama and grandmama, they all was, you know, cleaning hotels and houses and all that kind of stuff. Well, my, my mom did for hotels, and my grandma, you know, that's that other, that other generation that did. Yes. So, what's good, Marky Mark? Um, so, you know, it's, it's, how can anybody be less than, greater than my mom and my grandma?
You know what I mean? Right. And, and so it's like, it's, it's people. And um, I got love for it. You know, you need even got to love me back. Just, just go go your way. Let me love you from a distance. <laughs> And look, he done did that too. He done did that. <laughs> he does it both, but beautifully. That's what I love about you, man. And so I, I'm like now I'm learning because I didn't really know. I mean, I knew at that moment that I was the only person, but I didn't know that I really was it of of include of informing you that Michael Jackson had you know a concert coming up. You pulled my coattail on that one for sure. Wow. So you you said that there was a ticket. Sylvia Flanagan, who was senior editor of Jet, Jet Magazine, she came from Chicago, and she came in, and um, and I flew in. You flew in. I I don't even remember. Manny, I had so many problems getting to me. You, look, y'all was at the show. Y'all was at. I came in when Michael Jackson took the box out. I missed everything but that part. Oh, wow. I came in. I was in Madison Square. I came to the hotel. Da -da 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 -da. It was so it was so hard to get to New York City the day before. I don't know what was going on, but it was difficult. But I was still able to get there. And when right when I was about to lose my mind in the the hallway or whatever at Madison Square Garden, I did everything. Got to the hotel, got to the Madison Square Garden. Then I was about to lose it. Like, oh, my God, where is everybody? And then I saw your brother Chris. I saw the back of him, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And it too, huh? He was late getting in too. Yeah, I had no idea. And he turned around. He was like, "Hey, you came out right at the right time." It was like, "What?" <laughs> I was so, so happy. Got there when when I got there. I got there early. Uh, that before the concert started, I was I got there early. Well, they told me what time I need to get there, and plus I had to go pick up the ticket, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, or did I have tickets? <laughs> Ain't no telling with you. I don't. I don't exactly remember, but I think I had tickets. Um, and and when I the time that I got there, we people entrance come into Madison Square Garden. I got there to. Yeah, your your audio, your audio went out. Oh, there you go. I got here the same time Serena Williams got there. I and, saw her. Um, and I got there the same time. Um, it's like a backstage green, green, um, whatever, VIP or whatever. And um, what's my guy name with the guitar? Lenny, Lenny Kravitz. Mm. So Lenny Kravitz um, uh, and, and the, uh, Serena and I think Liz was already in the back. And um, I think Quincy was there. It was a bunch of you know uh, familiar faces, you know, as far as you know the big, the big, the big dogs coming out to go see icons, the, icons. Know. Yeah, the icons. Uh, so uh, the entertainer's entertainer. We so so we we were getting in around that time that you're supposed to go in. And, and chill for a minute backstage, and everybody's all geeked and excited, and um, and I was like, "Where's, where's Mike? <laughs> you know, I'm, hey, how you doing? Cool. Where's my dog? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was me. 
hang out in the dressing room and, you know, and either harangue him or don't harangue him. It depends on which mood he's in. But, you know, because uh, sometimes it's more or just excited. That's, no matter what, it's, and it's not in a bad way or like, but you just get that, that pump that uh, gets the bill when you're about to do that in a different frame of space. There was a time that I talked to him, to Mike, about um, about when he when he went from um, Michael, the guy we hang out with, to to MJ. Okay, so there's a moment. There's a moment. I think after or right the first song or two that I showed him a video. We were at, I think, my condo, fam, uh, and I sat down and I showed him, like, as best I could in slow motion. I said, okay, I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but your face and your 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 whole body, it's just like, it shifts, it's like a transformer. And mm. I was explaining to him, I was like, look, can you, can you see? Because, like, I could literally, and I'm like, and then at the end, of like somewhere in the last song and he's about he's like at the last moment and he's like closing his eyes and kind of like letting it in letting the crowd in i could see it metamorphosed back into himself again and so i would show him that first part and then i would show him which was even more relevant in the end part because you get in so deep that you know you see the the bigger difference of him. I know this sounds probably crazy. If I show no, you, it sounds it's no, it sounds. I want to know what did he did he see? But it? but he's like, oh wow, I never saw that before. You know, I yeah, see how like that right there, and it's just a whole different like energy shift. Mm -hmm. um, the relaxing guy, high energy vocal. His vocal is like higher when he sings, and his like big voice is made different when he talks. You know, not the way that's imitated, but the way in real life, right? Mm -hmm. um, he will change his voice when he's on the phone, and you know, just a a bunch of stuff. Is it echoing? Yeah. Well, it it, it, it keeps going like like in out. I don't know if it's echoing to them, but just it was a little e a little bit. What <laughs> back up? I don't know. I'll go down and come back up if it's necessary. You sound great now. Is it okay? Yeah. I don't, it could be my phone and uh, the way the mic. I yeah, don't you know. sound good now. Okay. Um, tilt, tilt it up. There you go. Slightly. How about that? Is that okay? Yeah, you sound great. So, so these moments, um, like that, uh, on this kind. So, so when you go in the backstage, back to the early part of that, we go go in, and you just want to see, like, what's up, yo? You know, how you doing? What's going on? Feeling, you know, you know, it's crazy. Like, you know, everybody's the green room is crazy right now. <laughs> you know, that moment, you know what I mean? And yeah, like, yeah, did you see so and so? And you know, he's geeked about you know different folks or whatever, and and um, and so. It's like it's already showtime. I gotta get in position, and so you know, at some part of the show, 
Um, so <laughs> He's in the audience and he's there watching the other artists perform. Michael Quit, he's sitting next to Liz, and I think I was like right two rows behind him. It wasn't even like nobody in that area, us hanging out, whatever. Um, and and so you were, we were, I think we were at the Waldorf, um, that mm -hmm. yeah, uh, and I don't, you were, you were like blocks away, you weren't, you yeah. Were, yeah, I was blocks away and I was late. Like you didn't, you didn't went to the green room. You didn't chilled with Mike. <laughs> Y'all didn't talk. To, <laughs> you didn't talk to everybody. I'm still trying to get to New York. I, I finally got there, and uh, you guys had saw probably half of a concert before I actually got to the venue. You know, it was dope. It was surreal. It was fun. You know, I've seen so many of his shows at that point. So, like, um, this was a different variation of his concerts, and especially, you know, as a soloist and with his brother. So, all those different um, variations. And, um, you know, the part, I know the songs that he, you know, favorite and enjoyed doing. And uh, um, and all of that uh, is funny. Um, you know, Brandy uh, and uh, and 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 Chris Tucker always kicking with the leg that always killed him. Uh, so there were so many great of uh, those great moments that they stay. You still echoing a little bit, just a little bit. Am I still echoing? Let me come up and I come back in. Just stay okay. Right. Okay. I gotta just figure out how to. Okay. I know, right? How you do that? <laughs> so he's gonna come out and come back in. Man, I had no idea that he was in Michael's dressing room the day before. I was just trying to get to 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 New York. He giving me. That's why I want to talk to him because he got all the tea. So he's gonna go and come back in. And this is what I wanted. I wanted to just hear his perspective because we experienced it together, but we had two different experiences. <laughs> he was with Michael. Let's see. He gonna come back in. Maybe he's fixing his phone. Thanks for everybody joining. Manny is a breath of fresh air, a great storyteller. You guys are blessed. I had no idea I had no idea. Thank you. It's my Whitney Houston hat in honor of Whitney. If you know me, you know that's regular. Honoring Whitney. Loving Whitney is just part of my brand. Okay. He's coming back. Hi from Amsterdam. Hey, Amsterdam. What's going on? Manny's back. Back, back, back. Yes, yes. You sound great. Okay, sounds better now, guys. Yes, yes, you sound because we don't want to miss this, man. Like I had no idea you was back in the back with all these people, and then you was with him. I had no idea. We had the same experience and different experiences. Oh, completely, completely a whole different. Um, um, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's funny. Uh, so anyway, back to the the concert, whatsoever. So it was just dope. It was a great, um, um, 
great moments to have uh, in all of that. Is it better now? Is it? You sound great to me. He said you sound like T Pain, but I don't know. You you don't sound like T Pain to me, <laughs> or Barry White. You sound like Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, you're um, good. You're good. So, so, yeah, I mean, like, you know, because I've come to see my boy. I mean, mad respect to all the, come on, icons. And and they're even bigger icons now than they've ever been. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes. All the things they've accomplished. But I came to see my big bro, you know, and see uh, him and, and spend time with you and Sylvia. And so we all come down for that moment um yeah mm, mm, mm. so it says it's all right but it's, it's not bad but it's a little scary. yeah you're good okay so so um so you get there late you get you get to the brings out this um his old briefcase which was a real briefcase for him, by the way. Not like most people use props. That was a really old briefcase that he would use once in a while to pack his things in. And I always laughed about it. I'm like, you have like the most beat up suitcase in the whole life. Money, <laughs> get the 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 hot burger, you know, silver, you know, you know they got. The Book bag on the bag with you know, whatever, and this is before it was a thing, you know. And um, you know, the old 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, little little uh, uh, briefcase that you would take on a old um, an old um, <laughs> right. I saw, but I saw a recent post where he said he loved the Goodwill, he loved thrift shopping. So when I saw that, this makes a lot of sense. You <laughs> have no idea how fresh you've been in. Like the, like people like I have no idea what people think. You know what I mean? And I guess most of the time I don't think about it or hear what mm -hmm. people think because I know the, the the real. And having spent that time, the the mindset, the the little fun quirky thing. Like, you know, going to the antique stores, going to, you know, Salvation, whatever. Just, just love the And, you know, he was the one castle in our early and um, looking at aspects and, and those little moments were inspirational, right? They were, mm -hmm. a, so when you get ready to have this conversation with Mike, Michael Bush, the designer for his coat or whatever, and he was saying, you know, there's just things that I like, da-da-da, communicate, you know, whatever you want with them, and then Mike, of course, hits it out the park and takes it, you know, 10 times over the top, and uh, it sounds bad again. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't <laughs> Uh, I I know it's hard because we're like in the midst of I know of these stories and you know these stories oh. just are flowing too. Well, you know I don't even think about it unless someone asks. Like it's not like you know we're doing other things, and so I you know unless someone brings me in that moment, right? Those are not thoughts I think about daily. So you know 
start and they come on top of one another uh the thoughts and uh you start piecing things together um they said we will endure it <laughs> i phone a left i don't know uh, i can hear you good i don't know what i, I Hold on, I'm gonna try one more time. Let me see. Okay. Man, he was in his zone too, y'all. In his zone. But look at look look how many times he's trying to get it right. I love him. He's always like that too. Always. Always. It's an echo. Okay. Well, there's uh, several people that said it. Let's see. I think whatever his phone is sitting, it's echoing. So there is a reverberation. Okay, okay. All right, I'll see. I know he's got stories for days, for days. And it's true, like if you don't talk to him, you know, if you don't bring it up, he ain't thinking about that. He's thinking about what's going on right now. And he got so many different interests, planes, Literally. He flies planes. He does fly fishing. He does all kind of stuff. So he could literally have a conversation about like 10 different things that have absolutely nothing to do with one another. <laughs> I mean, he's really like, he's an icon, a Renaissance man, down to earth. Yeah, did you guys, uh, on my post of, to interview him, there's a, a, a video where he's dancing with Michael in his living room, because Michael lived with him for a little while uh, after the burn from Pepsi. So that man got stories for days. And those are just Michael's stories. I mean, let's be clear, Emmanuel then met and worked with so many people, so many people. Yeah, I mean, I'm really the lucky one because he was friends with Mike. He's seen Mike many, many times. I'm the lucky one because that was my first and only time ever seeing Michael Jackson perform live. And it's all because of this man. It's all because of this man. Yay. Okay. They were saying maybe it was something that your phone is sitting on. The, the re okay, I changed it. I, and how does it sound now? You sound good. How you sound to y'all? Let us know. Oh, there you go. There we go. Is that okay now? Yeah, it sounds good to me. Okay. Get him an Android. <laughs> no, we iPhone people. No, no, I'm on my phone till the wheels fall off. That yes, me now. too. So far, so good. Awesome. Okay. Cool. So we're, we're going to rock it like I'm that's what I was just telling them while you were away that like your Michael Jackson files, I mean it's classic and huge, but that's just one file. <laughs> you just met so many people and had so many experiences with so many different icons, you know. That that is so true. That is so true. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, he's a big dog. Of course. Um, he's a big dog. Um, is it something? Now is it back to being crazy? You gotta talk some more. 
Okay. So I hear an echo. I think I hear a, a little bit of an echo. Okay. But that's just me. But I didn't I didn't hear anything though. Like I don't hear anything. We just have okay. to see if they say something. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a, So yeah. Yes, French. Fresh cut just for you guys. I know. I see it. I see I see it's lined up nice. <laughs> I see it, boy. <laughs> them glasses is too fresh too. I like them glasses as oh, well. Thank you. I don't know. Um, we we good. It, it's a little bit of an echo, but anyway. So back to the to this vibe. So so this concert is just dope. You know, after it's all over with, we hang out for a moment, and it's um just it's an epic moment and uh you're there chris is there my brother chris sylvia and i are hanging out and we're just like enjoying this vibe mm -hmm. um I don't know if it, I mean, the Jacksons, the brothers came out and did the, like a couple of numbers and we like, what? The bro you yes. Know, Usher came on stage and started. Chris Tucker having and, a ball. And moonwalking and, and all of that. So like, it was, it was really, really, um, when Madison Square Garden, the crowd is losing their freaking mind. Fine. The front row is the who's who of people scattered in towards the front row of Madison Square Garden. And so we're looking down and we're like, yo, that's that's, yo, you know so we enjoying them enjoying him. I'm of course, you know, I'm you know, that's personified right there. That's, that's, yeah. that's locked. I already, you know, but I, I, also, know. I also I also remember seeing you walk around on the floor like the mayor. You was what you I think you were with Sylvia. You were walking around. Yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so up? people were looking at you doing the same thing that you were doing to them. You know, it's home. You know what I mean? It's a different like like you come home. I'm coming home to New York, like. You know, I can say that about Atlanta. I come home to Atlanta. I can say that in L.A. I'm coming home to L.A. And they're all homes, like, because we really had residents in all of those places. But home is where I was born. So you come home to see your people, and then you come and see your, you know, your celebrity folk, and then you come home to see your big bro, and he's back, Madison, I think. I'm not sure. Which is really, you know, starting to think about it. I think the first concert I ever saw Mike in was Madison Square Garden. Wow! And when when was that? Because that wasn't that was only my first time. That, that was, was either eighty three or eighty four. Oh, His wow. first concert with uh with the brothers. I think it was uh when um he did it with uh. Don King and uh, what's my other brother, the promoter? Uh, and we met out. We, I, the first time I met the brothers was at uh, okay, that had to have been all of them. That was on Tavern on the Green uh, in mm -hmm. Central. Uh, 
Central Park, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, was that the Victory Tour? I don't know. It could have been. been. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, it could have been. And so mm -hmm. that was the first time when they did the presentation before that at Tavern on the Green. I think it was in 83 or 84. I think it, it could have been. And, um, and so that's when I met the rest of the brothers. I already had knew and hung out with Mike for all that other stuff that we were uh, in Cali and when he was shooting Thriller and all of that. But, but this time, you know, coming back to Madison Square Garden, and it's really like now, even as I'm talking about it right now, it's like I'm realizing that that was the first concert I saw with him. Not my first concert of ever, but my first concert with him and the and the brothers, mm -hmm. and this was the last concert I saw with him and them, the, him and the brothers. Wow! I've seen the brothers on another concert, a New Year's party, uh, in Bahamas with with, with you know after Mike had passed, but but that was the first. So it was kind of like like right now, it's like another full service, a uh, full circle moment in my head of, wow, that was, mm. okay. All right. Um, so there's so many different moments that you like. So this is part of the all the highs right now is that yeah. we're talking about of you coming in. The moment you come in, what do you see on stage? What is that moment, that Michael moment you saw on stage? The suitcase in the light and the darkness, because, you know, it was just like a spotlight on him. And, you know, the sound effects with the light and him opening up, like, it was magical, you know. So if if, if I'm going to come to the 30th anniversary and if I'm going to miss everybody, the one person I'm glad I came in to see was Michael Jackson do his thing. So that video clip that you showed on your, on your um, teaser for, for this moment right here, and I looked at it, and I remember those. I remember that moment, not just that moment for that night, but I remember him playing with that moment. And I remember a little bit of that Charlie Chaplin vibe that he um, um, had is when he did the snapping of the finger, and then the the light came on, and how how deep he was with the orchestra that was above him. And they, they were so, they're, all of them are fans, right? They loved him and mm -hmm. all of that. They were so, uh, the band was so excited. They wanted to like start the music, right? And he always had to tell them on me, on my cue, follow nice. me. When I, when I, there's moments I'm going to take, I need you to stay with me. And when I give you the signal, don't, don't speed that up. Like, so I remember him always talking to the band and trying to help them to get that right. And so, you know, just those little moments was meaning so, was so meaningful, right? So he snapped mm -hmm. it, sent the light to the spotlight, to the stage where, where the, um, the glove and the suitcase was and the mic stand. And I always love that. He's got his back to the audience, his hands to his back with the white glove. And yes. he's doing the Charlie Chaplin yes. you know, with, the, with the happy finger moment of he's excited because he's about to go do Billy G. And, you know, it's like, it's like, it's, the moment is a freaking electric. You could, like, it, 
the intensity, because everybody there knew what was about to go down. Everybody knew. He's about to do Billie Jean. Like, that. <laughs> you feel the electricity in the air. You can feel it. If you don't do Billie Jean, we coming for you. Like, that's... <laughs> Like, that's, like, everybody knew, like, dude, like, we appreciate, but he had such respect and reverence for that song that he knew that not only did he have to do it on every concert he's ever done, mm -hmm. but he also had to present it in a very special way. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I, when I look at it and I feel what he's thinking and I feel the setup that he's done prepared for it and then that's just kind of the outtake so I'm as well it's like what I feel of it as a friend and a fan and a bro uh but also the work and the mechanics that went in it that I incorporate in that moment right mm -hmm. and then understanding the 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 band's portion that they play and not rushing the excitement, and then the audience is going eight. You know what? Yes. Uh, <laughs> like, quit teasing us. Because it was back. so like it was so slow. With that's why I put that clip in because that's when I came. That's the moment that I got, I got there. Dude, everybody wants the fedora. Send the hat. Yes. Playing right. <laughs> Oh my God! And and then he would tease you because he would take the hat off, throw it on the side of the stage. You know, dog on well, the hat would come out in the audience. Quit playing. <laughs> Everybody in their mama is in position for to to they, you know you know dog on well, but one person don't get it. But you it, you you excited for whoever gets it, right? It's that simple. Yeah. Um. Because the pandemonium that it brought and the excitement. So I think about those moments and mm -hmm. how funny, you know, those things are of uh, the performance, the showmanship. Um, and so, yeah, that moment was big. And he's over there and he's doing the dance. He's doing the excitement part before it. Anticipation, anticipation, anticipation. Yeah. And, um... And of course, he delivers. Delivers. Um, but since you've seen him in 1983, and then in 2001, like, you know, a complete circle, like, what do you remember about the electricity of his performance when you first saw him at the Madison Square Gardens versus the last time you saw him? Okay, so the first time, it was going by way too fast. I mean, you know, it was going by way too fast. Okay, so the thing that I remember most about that, okay, isn't really just the concert. It's like what you're going through with, it's like the what you're going through when you came to, to that concert was mm -hmm. the excitement of knowing that you're going, right? Yes. And then you got to go through all the rigmarole of traffic to get to New York and get the ticket and then the hotel and trying to, trying to get there and, you know, trying to, so all of that is part of that experience and you can't extract it from the concert because right. that's part of that, that moment and, and feel and vibe from it. You know, it's all part of one 
it's like one muscle of that yes. part of that memory. So the first thing that I remember about that is that we were at the New York, New York Hotel, okay? Mm -hmm. And mom and the brothers and them, they went on in the van, right? And mm -hmm. they're all like, you know, going ahead or behind. I don't know. I wasn't with them. But it was me and Mike, and we're in the New York police car, okay? And that was the first time I was ever in the back of a, of a police car. Okay, wow, keeping the buck. So, uh, and he's doing he's doing this moment. Okay, this is what everybody sees later on, where he has this video montage footage of him doing the. He's got like I don't know, fifteen, twenty, uh, cars and few motorcycle bikes, and he's we're in the car and they're doing they're shutting down. From from the Hemsley Palace, New York, New York Hotel, from there to Madison Square Garden, the Pope is in town. I don't, you know, it, they're shutting off every street and everything so that we can go. He can go. I'm just riding with him. <laughs> keep it, I mean, don't I'm don't don't want y'all thinking that I'm feeling extra special. I just, I'm with him so I can say we. Okay. Oh. Don't shoot me for the Listen, fashion, okay? you were extra special. Hey, you and you, 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 you the car with Mike the I'm not feeling special like I'm that guy. I'm just feeling special because I'm with that guy, okay? So, because, you know, people come to you for 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 the the nuances of the language. <laughs> Out of here. Okay, right. so, so, so we're... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Nah, that's me... real. That's the that's your Brooklyn. That's let who me, you really let me are. Let that back. Let me reel that out. <laughs> that's 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 real. <laughs> let me reel that back. Okay? I'm about to go there, and I don't really need to. Okay? So, <laughs> Look, you really don't though. <laughs> Get the pie so me... Exactly. Uh, so. So we're in this huge motor cage, right? Mm -hmm. Motor cage uh, uh, of going from there to there, lights, sirens, all of that. And the camera's already at Madison Square Garden. Um, uh, and they're waiting for him to come out. And so they stop the car at the beginning of the block. And then he gets out. And he runs with all the police behind him and around him going up the street on the way into Madison Garden. So that's that footage that was happening at that yes. moment when we got there. So I don't think I'd ever been in that kind of motorcade before. Okay. Mm. Don't think I'd done that one before. That was that was a, that was a new one for me. That okay? was new. That was a new one for me. I you know, I don't need a motorcade. You know what I'm saying? It's the kid from Bed Stuy from LG. <laughs> Don't necessarily need a motorcade. I appreciate it, though. It's dope. But look, but you was in a motorcade. How about that? You was in a motorcade. Oh, we was in it. We did the damn thing. I'm just going to say what it is. But And it was it was a hell of fun, you know? And I'm like, okay, this is, I think it gets to this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? Manhattan traffic. Are you serious? Like, right. We're talking about Manhattan traffic. Everybody knows that it's the worst, right? I think we're number one or number two in in the in the states for traffic. Uh, I think between California might be number one, Houston or New York number two or three. I don't know. It's stupid. Then it was stupid. Um, 
And uh, so, yeah, so we're doing this. He's doing the, the, the slow-mo runs, you know, and, and, uh, and he's getting out. He's got all these guys behind him, and, and it's dope. And, and, uh, but where are you? If he's running, like, I, I, are you running with him? Where you at? Hell no, I'm in the car. I'm in the back of the car. They got to let me out. Shoot, I mean, you know. I'm like, can I get out of this bitchy bitchy? Like, like. So, so, so Mike, you know, he does this great, awesome run and all this beautiful pic or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, where's, where's Rob? Where's Rob? And, uh. Uh, where's Baby Rubber? I was like, um, um, okay, so he says, he's back in the car. We got to get him, right? So they come back. You can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this up. Wow. I, but, but here's the thing. I forget that I'm in the back of the car because you can't open the, the, the back of the police car yourself. Mm -hmm. Somebody has to let you out. Wow. Right? So you just so, sitting there. So, but I'm 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 in the back, and you know, in the in middle is open. It wasn't like the divider kind of car. It's like a you know one you can. I could have gotten a front seat and copped out, but I'm I'm looking at this magnificent situation that I ain't never seen before in my life with the marching of all these officers going up the street to well, what's name. I'm not worried about it. Um, you know, I'm with the with the popo right now at this moment, you know, and they're doing this little footage scene. So I just took it as a a, a moment of, you know, yeah. filming or whatever, right? So I wasn't even tripping. I didn't realize I was locked in for that moment. Wow. They had to come back and get you. So they come back, open the door, get me out. Come on, let's go. Like, we gotta, uh, you know, we gotta go. I'm like, I'm not holding nobody up. <laughs> well, I was expecting them to pull up up in the doggone place. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know? <laughs> You're watching it like a movie. Right. right. So I'm I'm looking at all this thing happening. It's like a it's a movement right now. I'm like, I've never seen police like run behind somebody without a club or a gun out. You know what I mean? So this, yes. this is dope. And you know, that it's beautiful, right? So um so they we come out and and you know and uh he actually gets back in the car. He's like, where's Okay, so we get back in the car, they go back up, we go up in the, the garden in the back little spot and get out, and then we go into the little area in the elevator or whatever, whatever we went. Okay. So that was the beginning of my moment uh, of that first, I think, 84 concert. That was that mm. moment. And that was obviously epic. So I'm like, what did just, what, what did just happen? What, what did... What did, what did I just see? Because it went like, like this, right? It went so fast. Like, what was that? Like, I didn't, but see, you don't, it wasn't until years later that you see the montage with him doing it with the New York police, him doing it in Russia, him doing it in Paris, him doing it in all these other countries in China. That's when you see the montage of that, that one moment. That's, it's a collection of other montage moment. you like, oh, snap. This is what was in his head at that mind, at that moment, and you see what was going on. You're like, wow! So he and you were a part a, of that, and you were in New York. In New York, you were a part of the puzzle, man. Wow! On different continents, he's doing the same thing. But that's your first time seeing him at Madison Square Gardens 
That yeah. was my, yeah, I had never seen him in concert before that. It was just on TV. And it wasn't as him really as an adult. This is before anything else. This is like, uh, last time I seen him, he was a kid, you know, with the with the snake on the cartoon in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> But look, this is your first time seeing him, and this is how you get to experience it. Like, most black men, uh, you know, in the back of a cop car. <laughs> right. It's not this experience. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was I was trying to figure that moment out because I'm like, okay, all right, and 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 we wanna go in the back of the car. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm like, I'm you know, I'm like <laughs> you know, I'm like that's like the paddy wagon. Like, you know, back in the day, we called it the paddy wagon. The paddy you know? wagon. Oh you my had God. that and then the little the little trucks up there for the kids that was truant, they had to get the paddy wagon and, and 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 you know, get dealt with or whatever. So come on, y'all know what I'm talking about is real. This is real stuff yeah. that we're talking I'm about. I'm gonna go on kids. YouTube after this and, and just pull up all of that. I'm pulling up all of that. I'm gonna pull up all of that. That is amazing. Yeah, so it was, and that's the first time I had been in Madison Square Garden. Mm, your first time, and that's how you go. And this is how I go. Right. So wow. try to separate all of that. And yes, that's, a, that's, yeah, that's the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that's the pre-show. And then he gets on, and all he has a, I forget what he called those big monsters on stage and whatnot, and that was crazy. It looked like some type of Star Wars movie or something, the way that the set was and those big um, machines and whatever that was. I mean, it was dope. It was like, whoa, and breathing fire and um, just, uh, it was it was beautiful. So all of that went back in my mind. And, and I know I'm digressing further and further back, but it's all part of that last moment before 9-11. Mm -hmm. All yes. of that was part of that moment because yes. we got to know that it's like full circle. This is that mm -hmm. full circle moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. And to have that full circle moment, um, I don't know, my Okay. I get my thing to sit still. Okay. There you go. So to have that full circle moment, to think about the first one right now, right yeah. now is when I'm having that full circle moment, not 9 11. Not then, this moment right now, talking to you, is when I'm getting the full circle moment of, mm. because again, I, I've not thought about it like that. None of that, you know. So this is my me thinking about it as I'm communicating with you on the first time and the last time uh, with him at MSG uh, and how each time was very, like, monumental. Mm-hmm. Different but monumental and at the same place at the same place so so here we are this night is epic it has to end you know we're trying to figure out what it was i talked to mike that morning uh or that uh, that night I, I can't even remember it's all like together at this moment but he had jewelry in the bottom of the tower and he was supposed to go. He had a lot of jewelry in, in that tower. And he was supposed to go that morning to go retrieve some of that stuff while he was in New York. And, and 
and he didn't. And God he just didn't. He didn't. He didn't go that morning. He was supposed to go that morning and go to his. Like, I guess to the safety deposit there. I never knew. Yeah. Uh, and um, so now the city is trying to get you know all hell breaks loose. How did you first find out? How did you like? What was we were in the same space, but what was your first indication on September 11th? You know, after you had talked to Mike, that September 11th was happening. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a TV show. It wasn't something that you know. What was your experience of of learning? We're being attacked. This is horrible. So we're knocked out because we've been up all freaking night, having having a good time, celebrating whatever mm -hmm. that parties that after party, hotel lobby, and you know we're doing <laughs> at that moment. So it's it's hella late, and uh, we we're having a good time. So the morning comes, and Sylvia has a early morning flight to get back to Chicago. Okay. She was trying to get me to co go with her. Oh. And I was like, nah, come on. I'm in New York. Like, you know, let me, you know, I want to live for a moment. Let me, let me, let me soak up some of this New York air right now. Let me, you know, um, I, I'm going to take a flight. I might take a flight tonight or tomorrow. I don't know for sure. Um, but I'm, what I damn sure ain't doing is getting up first thing in the morning and leaving New York. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not happening. That wasn't even in the equation. <laughs> so, so she's like, "All right, so you know, we we were uh, we had like uh, the suites right there, right next to each other uh, in the, in the what's the name? So, got up, saw her off, and you know, got her to her car or whatever." And uh, and she's out. So I'm going back to my room because I'm chilling. I mean, we got like this crazy, you know. I I got like a crazy two bedroom suite with the living room and all of that and whatever. And it was I'm, it was very very nice, very very nice. It was the dope, the dopest. It, the bed sleeps very well there. Okay. <laughs> and this is at the Waldorf people. They get Waldorf the, Astoria. Come on. At the water for a reason. It sleeps very well. It's very comfortable. Room service is on time like a mother sucker. <laughs> Mike, Michael uh, um, was one of our uh, concierge guy. Michael was my guy. Uh, I've always stayed there, and um, and we could get tickets at any um, play event in New York that sold out. He that was my guy. That was my my. So. You know why am I leaving? Like, uh, isn't there a show tonight I can go see or whatever? Or I mean, I'm, I wasn't even sure what I wanted to do, but uh, leaving was not one. And so, so that morning, but so that morning she's bounced. I'm getting back in bed because it's still you know extra early. It's like six, seven something, five, six, seven in the morning. I, it's really really early. She had the first flight out, um, to Midway, I think. And I went back to sleep to a hard sleep. It was good, beautiful. Yes. And I get a phone call. And I think it's my mom and my sister. 
and they're frantic. And I'm like, what's up? What's going on? Where you at? Where you at? You know, um, turn on the TV. Turn on the TV. I'm like, I'm in the room. I'm in. I'm at the Waldorf. I'm in bed. What do you mean where I'm at? No. Um, turn on the TV. I'm like, huh? Turn on the TV. I opened the window. First thing I did was open the window, looked outside, and um, I'm seeing stuff that's going down. It's the first building just got it. And I'm turning on the TV. And, and we saw the play of this 9-11 situation just got real. You know what I mean? What? Is this America? Like, this is other country? Like, this don't happen in America. Like, because mm -hmm. that looks like it's Twin Towers, but you know, they have a, a, a sister one in another state, their country somewhere. Like, it's like, no, it's York, it's I got a lot of And so my brother, Chris, was working at Showtime. Uh, I called him up. I'm like, yo, bro, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I saw the building. Like, yo, um, we about to die. He was at the office. No times. Like, yo, come over to the Waldorf. You know, great location. Like uh, a building that all of a sudden presidents and because it's American hotel at the time and this is protected like CIA, FBI, all those guys three-letter organizations, they protected that building, right? So they were right yeah. in. And how far was the Waldorf from we, the Twin Towers? We were well on the, we were like the east side. I was like the lower west. Right? It kind of comes like that. So we're further away from it. But when the second building got it all the debris came all the way to where we were. Mm. Like air, it was raining debris, mm -hmm. and and it was dark like a cloud. So you know, I you know like I'm doing like dumb stuff. I went out thing. I just got food from the the local bodega. Some. Uh, some uh, whatever foods at whatever the stands and drinks, brought it back to the room. And uh, but when I came out, I ran into Sherry Belafonte. Mm. And I'm like, Sherry, what's going on? Um, Manny, how you doing? Man, this is crazy. And we just had that quick moment of us, you know, trying to figure this out. It's just like, Real, we like confused, you know. Uh, uh, and she was just trying to get by this. All the subways, they had stopped all the subways. They had stopped every bridge that left in and out of Manhattan. They had put. They had tried to put. Uh, um, they tried to ground every plane that was in the sky over. America. Like stuff that they never, I don't remember that ever happening ever in the history of New York. 
Mm -hmm. Looking at the devastation from the building, we saw the building that the the plane lie. Because by the second the second one, we saw the plane go through yeah. the lie. Yep, I remember that. We watched that live. Yo. Um. Speechless. I, I, I'm total numb and um, surprised and not knowing what to think, feel, and do, and just like, what is going on? It was devastating at the highest level in our city. Uh, all those people that were trying to get out, jumping out of windows. This was on live TV, Father. Um, mm. Trying to get the fears, the fires that was apartment, police, all these people trying to come in, not make it out. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it was something. And you know, you 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 grew. Your mom was always. You always talk about how protective your mom was with you. And I just wonder what it was like for her protecting you all her life. And now one of the biggest things to ever happen since Pearl Harbor. And she's in Atlanta and you're in New York blocks away from September 11th. Well, number one, um, As soon as any of this stuff happened, they're number one. They're feeling horrible about it. And they're feeling devastated and they're in complete like like how how do you even wrap your arms around this mentally? How do you even Big, yeah, exactly. Um how do you even uh So, I have people and, and loved ones like like that never came home, like like you know. So, because you don't even know that until later that who's missing and who who's not. It was that mm -hmm. of like who made it, who didn't make it. You know that, that the mystery of and of how many died. And what do you do? What can you do? There's nothing in um, there, not the governor, not the president, nobody at that moment. So here we come from this high of high, the night before. Now we we below we below ground at this moment. Yeah. Um so my brother comes to my hotel immediately. So we're hotel room together trying to figure out what to do what um how to, what's the evac plan what's the what are we going to do so the all the bridges are closed all the trains are closed we can't get back into Brooklyn where he was staying at the moment had to just kind of sit still and luckily the wall dog like you know 
I'm not, they didn't know what um, where's anybody go. You know, right. you know, there's there's no can't like go anywhere. Uh, well, what about Sylvia? Because she went to get on the. Did she ever get on the plane? She, for the moment, landed. She found out. So she was able to get to Chicago. It was in the air, happened, and they allowed them. You know, that was a little. That wasn't a hard, long flight. And so she was able to land in in Chicago. Midway, I think, and uh, and when she, she landed, boom, she hit me. I told you she came with me, and just I just dealt it. And I'm like, how the hell was I supposed to know that? None of us knew that, none of us could have known that. None of us, oh my, there was no way. You're feeling good, just like a great moment, kind of red moment from last night. Now all hell has broken loose, and we we in a situation. Mm -hmm. mm. And and but this is where you come back because now you bring you bring that a different level to what happens next. Now tell everybody where your thought was, where what you did because that when you're around your your people and your loved ones, and at that moment, especially at that moment, you want to hug up on whoever's with you, whoever you love, and you, your safety or your false sense of security comes in being with your loved ones. I had my brother. I had you. I had those people that I familiar faces that I knew, and the staff of 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 um. Showtime at my suite. Mm -hmm. Tell them what you. Well, when I when I woke up and you know we witnessed that second plane hitting. To, I'm so glad you shared everything that you went through because even though we were there together, like everything that you're saying to me right now is news. Like I I had no idea that all of that went on for you, right. and it was just like I just could not believe what was happening and we literally are watching in suspended animation this second plane hit but at the same time you just go to the window and you see all the debris you like so we're watching it but we're also experiencing the effects of it at the exact same time but like what i would like to say what i would like for people to know is first of all i never would imagine being in in, in a situation like that but if you had to can I just say that being with Emmanuel Lewis <laughs> was <laughs> the most comforting ever? Like you and Chris, you guys were calm. Like you literally did go and get food and water. Like I just don't know that old schoolness from Ma Lewis, you know, rest in peace, came through because I didn't see, I saw just this from you, this just steady just steady, even though it was in the midst of something that none of us had ever experienced ever, you know, and just trying to get a hold to my mom, but the circuits were busy. So I wasn't able to get through. I finally got to her. She, you know, knew that I was okay. And then it was like, what's the next move? Cause I think we were headed to Chris's house trying to get to, to Brooklyn. And I think at some point, I don't know when, 
the subways did open up not to come into New York, but to go out. And it was the first time I've ever been on a subway anywhere where it was completely quiet. You could hear a rat piss on carpet because it was, because everybody was scared. Like, what could happen on the subway right now? We just saw two planes go through two buildings blocks away. So how is it not going to happen on this subway ride to Brooklyn? We don't know. Wow. We have no idea. Wow. That, that, that right there. It's like it's heavy. It's heavy. Like just the, the, the feeling of it, the thought of it, the doom. And like, if, if you ever was to pick doom, if you ever was to pick your worship and what that was like at the end of the day, look up in the New York sky at that moment. And, and you couldn't because all that debris would be in your face and in your hair and in your body. And you're getting, I don't even want to say what, was you know what all of that was, but you're getting an explosion of all all those elements in the air spreading out all over yes. covering up every moment that we're outside. How were you able to be so calm? Like what was going through your mind? That was this was your city. That was the only the exterior. The, all I could think about at that moment was um, the people that we were with. Where mm -hmm. are they? Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that there's other stuff going on. So any of the other stuff. But the people that's with me, where mm -hmm. are they? I need mm -hmm. people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where are they? How do I need um, I wasn't looking for anybody else to help me out of that situation. All I was looking for was where people at. Let's galvanize together. We'll put our own hands together on how we're going to get out of the Mickey Ficky. The worst part was we're in New York. The best thing about it, we were in New York. Mm -hmm. So I didn't necessarily, even though all of that was going on, I felt, okay, all hell's breaking loose, but I'm at home. So you know, it's not going to be a place where we can't maneuver and we don't know the city and we don't know where to be to, you know, get out of harm's way and, you know, how can we get, you know, to here? If we can get to the Brooklyn Bridge, we can maybe walk over. Um, if the if that, because we were thinking that we were going to have to walk over the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. Okay, that's where my mindset was at because you couldn't get they they closed the bridge, right? Yeah. For mm -hmm. And and before or you could walk on then they started allowing people to walk over the bridge, right? Yeah. But before then shut it down because they were looking for stuff. They were trying to not that they knew what that was gonna look like. They were they shut everything down and cops was everywhere and there was FBI and every and yep. the, and the this and the, you know all of that, and I saw the people in the hotel scrambling that were with suits and coils, 
on their ears or whatever. So like it's a different, I've never seen them scramble before. I've seen them walk with purpose, but they've never scrambled before. Mm -hmm. uh, so that gave me pause to, okay, all right, um, you know, reading body language of people that are supposed to be so all comfortable situation. And mm -hmm. so really trying to, you know, galvanize people. And so having you and Chris in the vicinity gave me a little, a little heat. My bro is good. Yes. I don't know where everybody else is. Um, I didn't know where Mike was. Mm. Um, but I heard something about them getting over the bridge from New Jersey. Uh, these buses that went over the Jersey. I saw that on the and in my mind, I knew that was Mike. If there's anybody getting out of New York at that moment, that would definitely be Mike. You know, gotcha. Before we had the whole motorcade thing. Right, right. Somebody getting out of New York, he knows. It was going to be him. They're getting out, right? And yeah. I rode from New York, wherever. Um, and I you know, I'm not even going to go into the thing where um, uh, we're trying to get on the bus with him and trying to get back. Uh, I, I wasn't even looking to Mike for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Looking for Mike to pull me out of the situation. And that never even dawned on me that mm -hmm. he get out and I could go with it. Mm. It never dawned on me. If he's going to need, go to L.A., he's probably going to go, you know, straight down. What's the name? And he's going to go past Georgia, could have dropped us off and kept on moving. I never even thought of that. That was not. I know my people. Mm -hmm. I know my family. Mm -hmm. They come for your boy. You know what that's, a, that's another thing that was like, what? Because when we were on the subway and it was super duper quiet, I also would like to say, in the midst of this tragedy and the quietness on the subway train, somebody still turned around and said, Is that Emmanuel Lewis? <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> they still recognize you in the middle of being attacked, okay? And, um, when we finally got to Brooklyn, I would never that, number one. Just say so that again. I would never even remember that. Just so that, you. I was cracking up on the inside. I was like, no, they didn't. <laughs> it was super quiet. And they was uh, some hey. <laughs> hey, hey, is that it? <laughs> I was like, just hope we don't die. Yes, it is. <laughs> Hadn't been on this train in a while before then, but it was it was like, you know, oh, I train all the time um, as a New Yorker, um, but so so you we met you. Did you come to the hotel? You came to the hotel. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I was I was with you. I was I was with you the whole the whole time. That's why I was like, wow. Like I don't know what kind of extra Brooklyn, you know, Spidey sense you got, but you were calm. You like you said. When you said I wasn't even thinking about Michael, th the reason I feel like you wasn't because you was just right there at the present moment thinking about who was right there. When I saw those, I saw on the news, and they were showing the stuff up to people, 
Um, and they cut down the bridge, but they had let these two, like, tour buses, like, whatever, like, buses go across the, the bridge. And, and in my thing, without, without of a doubt, in my mm -hmm. one thousand percent, I thought that was mine. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah, he's the only one that was gonna be able to get through something like that. That's Mike, right? Mm-hmm. Out and that's them right there. So I'm like, he's good. So because I didn't even think any more about. I knew he was gone, like from that moment of to out of out of New York. So my thought was, okay, I gotta get to Brooklyn because they don't want Brooklyn. <laughs> you knew that. You knew that. They don't want Brooklyn. When when was the when was the moment that your mom made the decision? Oh, I'm coming to get my boy. I'm 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 I don't care what 9/11 September. I don't care what they talk about. I'm about to get on the road, go to Brooklyn, check on my boys, and bring my son back. Like what? When was that decision made? First of all, what's up, Levine? How you doing? Oh my God, haven't seen you in forever. Um, so, first things first, we needed to get out of um, Manhattan. Nobody knew if there's more to come. Right. Nobody knew the the natural thought and progression in our mind is that they were going to hit um, the next building. If there was if there was a third one, they were going to hit the uh, Empire State. That's what we were thinking that was going to happen. Um, it wasn't until sometime in that afternoon that they allowed the to start moving. Mm -hmm. Because people that was working was away from their family and loved ones and their kids and whatnot. They got to now allow the once they realized what was going on, they got a lot of people to get back to their families and get the heck out of you know, New York for those who are not listening. So, I find out later that there was a warning that was given to the president before that attack was going to happen. Mm. And I'm sure, like anything else, you get enough, you know, doomsday, you know, there's a warning to shrug it off. They literally gave them heads up that that was going to go down, and they dropped the ball. So I'm not trying to blame nobody, but that's a serious moment in wrestling to think about, uh, did that even have to happen? Okay, let's move back forward. Um, it's happened. It's history. It's not a doggone thing anybody can do about it. So here we are. We're on to Brooklyn. It's you, me, uh, mm -hmm. I think it's just the three of us. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. It was just the three of us. Everybody split out and they're going their separate way to get back home. Three of us going back 
to best stop. And the Varazanos, all the other, cannot drive over the bridge. You can either walk over the bridge or you could um, get, get use the train. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we got train as soon as it happened, jumped on that thing. And um, got there, a little sigh of relief of they were safe. Yeah. But that was broken. How do we, what's next? Mm -hmm. You know, what's next? What do we, how do, how do we move on from the moment? What do we, you know, what, what do we do, you know? There direct traffic, you can't even go near at that. If you weren't already, couldn't go near. They were moving for, for you to go this way and that way. So there are people moving that right now. And we get to New York. Mom gathered all of my stuff. Mm-hmm. That was left. That was my sister. And my other, my older brother. And she got in my truck, my SUV, and they drove all the way from Atlanta to New York, which is like 12, 14, 5. And right as they were getting near the Verrazano, they opened. Mm. You know, because it's like, and Traffic's at a standstill. So right on the next day, right because they left sometime, I don't know. They were there in the morning. They were there the next morning. But by the time they opened that bridge, they were at the bridge. Came. Mm -hmm. Wow. Where, where, was your, where, where were you with all of this? I was just so happy to be with you and Chris. Because y'all was, like, so calm. Like, y'all was so calm. And I could not believe your mom was, like, she was there. Like, I mean, it, it seemed like she was there so quick. Like, it had just happened. But as soon as it was possible for her to be there, she was there. I'd never seen anything like that ever. I was like, wow, you know. And it was wild because we were there. And my mom literally brought whole family together for that moment. Yep. I remember. Here I am with my mother and all of my my mother's house kids. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? The, mm -hmm. side, not my father's side, just my mama's side, siblings. So I'm here and I'm like, wow. I don't remember the last time we're all together. Mm. So it took like this crazy moment and mom just said, get in the car. We're going to go, we're going to go get. Uh, and and so when they showed up, I didn't know who was in the car. I didn't care. Come get a brother. <laughs> so it was it was so surreal. Mm-hmm. Mm. Got there so quick. She did. I don't know. <laughs> what was that? How was she able to burn them streets like that? They were like 
though, doing a hunt on the highway. Seriously. So she was there so quickly. Uh, and it was just a moment. They got out of the car and hugged each other. And you were part of that hug. You were part, we just did like a big old, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, oh my goodness. What did it feel like for you to be reunited with all of your mother's kids after a moment like that just happened? I felt the moment as far as it feeling, knowing that it was special and damn, I had everybody together. <laughs> I felt that immediately like, damn, she got everybody in the car. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on, we all going home. Like a mother, you know, hen or, or whatever. Like she put the wings on. We're all going home, you know, kind of yeah. And like, all of us grown. I'm taking a bunch. We all grown. Like, okay, mom. <laughs> you were y'all was all her babies. That's all that mattered. And I'm the baby boy, so I'm like, you know, we in tow. So all I can remember was we were we were right there on the corner. I went to, to the little bodega, got me a hero and some drinks for the for the ride back. Mm -hmm. That was my last hero I've ever had. Really, was from nine eleven. That was my last hero. Cause you know, no other brand came, right? But that was that was my last hero. Wow. Nine eleven, nine twelve. And you know what? Like I've never been to New York since that day. Since we left. Really. I <laughs> I can understand that. I mean, it's it's it, I don't you know I don't know if it's subconscious or whatever, but I just haven't been. Huh? I mean, you know, I've been, you know, many times since then, and um, and it was just this eerie feeling. I didn't even want to go near Ground Zero. It was just this eerie feeling of of I don't even know how to explain that, but I just felt I just felt that loss at those moments. Mm -hmm. and, couldn't even like I couldn't even bring myself to go near that moment because I know who the, the different not everybody but like people that I knew that they lost their lives on that area right there. Mm. I didn't even want to face that next level of empty that next level of gut punch that next level of damn that next level of realization the next level of of horror I, I didn't even want to feel that so i wouldn't even go near it mm -hmm. um first few times that i went back because it was just it was just an overwhelming feeling and and the very first time I went back it was just so it felt so irritating to me mm. of having to go in and it's like you you're looking up like it's so weird. Like you go in that especially from JFK, uh, LaGuardia. We leave LaGuardia, go into Manhattan, and and the first thing we start doing is we start up in the sky and we're looking at where the plane is at. 
you know, what's going on. Now you're being hypersensitive to mm -hmm. what's going on. You're looking at people strange, like, you know, they got a got a bomb or you know, everything is like, mm -hmm. like, like, I got x-ray vision, like I'm operative and I'm trained to know what I'm looking at, you know, but... Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Well, it's 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 good to know that I wasn't like crazy that you did have some type of uh, feeling yeah. when you went back there after that. You know, it was it it was definitely different. It was a definite different diff, a different feeling for sure. Mm -hmm. Different feeling, and you just the overwhelm of it. So, I want to include you in your feeling and thoughts. Where did you go after? Like in New York, so you stayed with Chris, and then what did happen? What did you? Well, once like I came back to Atlanta with you guys, but you know right. that the airports were shut down right like, for probably almost a week. So I was I was at the Lewis's. I was eating Mama Duke's food and everything like that. It was great, just because it felt like you know to have gone through something like that, but but to be with such good people afterwards, you know makes you just feel safe and like all cuddly in a in a in a you know in a blanket or whatever you know so that was that was that was the that was that moment he was at Chris spot I was at Chris spot um mommy and, and everybody drove up part of the uh his apartment thing and um The reunion was like super real. We were just like, it, it's like when we held each other, we just want to touch each other and just like, you okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm not looking at, they're looking to see if I'm okay and I'm looking to see if they're okay. They have another, like, they like four or five states across. Like, <laughs> right. We're all like, fuck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It took, it took, and then like when we finally got to Atlanta, I, like I was there for a week and then I finally was able to get on a flight. And um, because, you know, my hometown is Springfield, small, so I had to go to St. Louis and I had to stay there with another friend because, like, everything was still crazy, you know. And then I think I took a train from St. Louis back um, home and I was like, wow. And during, in that um, travel time, of course, getting on the plane, scared to death because after this just happened, you know, and while I was waiting, you know, in the airport to be uh, picked up, I heard on the news that Whitney Houston had died. I mean, she didn't, but because of her appearance on the Michael Jackson stage, you know, the Inquirer and all of the tabloids had said that. So it was just crazy, you know. Jersey girl, she already had, she, she, you know, once she got over the thing and she was at home in Jersey, so. Yeah, like, yep didn't understand that aspect of it but anyway uh so but it was it was so even the rides usually the rides from new york used to ride back and forth from me to atlanta all the time but even the ride back home was just different yeah. i don't know how would you explain that ride i'm like i was like in a fog i was in the day i was just like i'm just i don't even know how do you I mean, it was a fog. It was like a it was like a bad horror dream that we actually we didn't die at the end of the movie. You know, we got to escape. 
But look what the heck we went through, you know? And it was still going on. You know, people were still covered in soot. People were still lost. People, it wasn't over. We were getting out, but it was still moment by moment in real time going on. So I'm not, yeah, of course we were in the fall. It was still happening. It was still happening. Well, you fam, you already know. Once you uh, go feed under the, the Margaret Lewis table and <laughs> grits and eggs in the morning, Suffer at night. <laughs> yeah, that was it. So you had the best mom. She could cook. She made me eat stuff I would never eat. She like, nah, just try that. I'll tell you what it is later. Just try it. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is, you won't eat it. Just eat it. Now I'm gonna tell you what you like, ate. She was like, number one, where's Wendy's and how far <laughs> uh Manny knows me. He's like, <laughs> Wendy's, Adidas, and Whitney Houston. That's it. <laughs> you get those three things right, you actually might be all right with Q. I'm going to tell you that right now. You'll be all right with Q. But don't forget about which number she want off of Wendy's. Never change. With the right size, Adidas. <laughs> Anything of Whitney, picture, video, uh, blah, 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 don't really give a We'll settle her butt right on down. Right! Give her salmon from Wendy's, some Adidas, and Whitney, it's Christmas on any given day. Any given day, Wednesday, Tuesday, it's Christmas. Like, Already I'm, I'm so easy. I'm so easy and consistent because it ain't changed. <laughs> It has a change. The smell. The smell in the air of Manhattan, it was yeah. like like um cinder, but not like wood, like brick, like burnt. I don't even want to go there. That's why I, I kind of skipped over that, Laverne. I, I'm sorry. I, I know I should be a little bit more descriptive, but I, I didn't I want to be respectful. But Um, you feel the gravity of that moment and you feel you understand what just happened and you just had a building, two buildings go up in flames and imploded and that building is on fire for hours and it's like we're in, in the People are being cremated, basically. Alive. Alive in that building. And all of that is in the air. Hmm. So I'm, you know, I'm I was like, those are the thoughts, and I just want to be very respectful and kind of glaze over that. I, I mean, you know, these are people. These are loved ones. These are uh, friends. So you just want to... It's the real. But at the same time, you want to... It's. It was just... It was doomed. It's the best way that I can describe it without being insensitive. Right. 
and um and you knew it felt it and you looked on your on yourself and in your hair and your clothes your our clothes our clothes smelt like that mm -hmm. whatever i had on threw it away mm. i didn't even want that I didn't even want that to stay with me ever, 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 ever. I don't want that smell ever on me mm -hmm. of of what that felt like and what that smelled like and, and, and knowing that you're possibly covered in remains. Mm. So, so those moments are so super real and trying to I like I'm I, I'm literally seeing that like like right now I'm literally seeing that and I'm as I scan my face across my room my room is completely null and void I'm looking in New York from the and I'm visually looking and seeing what's going on and how we look and feel and covering our mouths and nose as we walk down the street. Um, my brother's got my suitcase and we're going, you know, to the nearest subway so we can get our connecting subway to get back to Brooklyn. So it's like there's this whole other feeling and vibe that I don't want to even speak on because it's like a menacing, um, it's a menacing feeling and I'm not trying to, I don't want to share that aspect of it, but you know, it's real, you know, it's there, you know exactly what it is. Everybody, you've got to be like either completely if you weren't there, I get it. For those that don't know, whoever wasn't physically there, it's a whole different, it's a story that you look at. But, you know, but being there and smelling it and feeling it and the anxiety and, and all these notions of of what's next and is there more, they tried to hit the Pentagon, all that. All these things tried to go over Pennsylvania, they tried to hit that. There were other places more than two planes that was in the air trying not to crash. So there were so many more out they were able to do this. They learned by flight school in Florida. I uh, royal family or, or, or the president of who of the African country where those guys are from were in Florida. I don't know if they got the right. They just there were other places that left New York, that left mm. America to get certain people out of the area, and the rest of the U.S. was grounded. Mm. Mm. Did you know of anybody personally that you know perished in nine eleven? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we we didn't know at that time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we were 
we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. You know? Right. You know what I mean? So absolutely. And but a week later, uh, a month later, we getting in these reports. You know mm -hmm. what? Who and you know neighbors. Uh, so yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Flight school. So that's where they were learning to fly. And that's what they learn. I mean, going from you know those big commercial uh, yeah. is crazy. So, and I mean, like you have, you know, some people may not know, some people may, but you've actually flown before. Like you've been the pilot. So you have a whole other perspective of what it would be like for something like that to happen as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow. That, yeah. It's, um, it's amazing. Um, as someone who's in, in, um, in, you know, solo stuff in planes and stuff like that, um, I'm not a composite by but I'm not like a guy that's going to jump on a perfectly good plane. If if it's in my, you know, mm -hmm. landed like I took off it, you know what I mean? Right. So get in a that you've learned to do to fly it, take off. Picking off is easy. The landing is just where the trick comes into play, right? Um, so get in a perfectly good plane into put your life on mm. at somebody whatever was reason why they in the first place nobody really talks about it, but mm -hmm. when you know how to let what your what your thought process was you want to hurt people you want to hurt mm -hmm. and you want the most in which to do it, yeah. That mindset and like, as yeah, you, wrap your brain around. Yeah, that. Mm, mm, mm. If I take off, believe me, I want to land. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, man, like I, I had, I man, I feel so blessed that you like have shared your perspective because I, I didn't know any. Like we went through it, but we didn't ever talk about it. Never talked about it until this moment. Twenty we, years. And today's twenty years. You and I did this whole thing and I'm there in New York with your dog on much behind. <laughs> it's all my fault. It's all your fault. I'd have been in Atlanta. So. <laughs> I'd have never even known. He sure would though. <laughs> but let me tell you, you handled it like a real champ. Like, I mean, I I don't know how you can predict somebody can handle something like that, but y'all did. Q, first of all, I love you for for that. That just shows you how uh, we hung in there together uh, and made that worst possible nightmare than anyone can imagine into there are other people who have much horrible stories than we do about trying to get out of there. 
Exactly. Exactly. Uh, our story sounds like it was a walk in the park. Yep. Mentally, it was uh, exacerbating because we didn't know, you know, we, we, mm -hmm. there was no certainty of anything. Um, but the plan was, okay, Brooklyn, mom picked us up, um, or rent a car and meet, meet us or whatever. Didn't know. I, you know, couldn't get a private flight out because I was grounded. Couldn't get yep. a flight out of all the way grounded. It was grounded for like a week or more. Yep. I mean, it sure was. Grounded for. Yep. It was. So, so it was like, what to do? I mean, you know, we still got a, you know, life still for the those that are survivors. Uh, we gotta go. We gotta do the next thing, whatever that is. Uh, but listen, they swooped us. We got yeah. stuck. I think I got in the front seat. I got shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I was just happy to get a ride. Okay. I was just happy that we were being hoisted out of there. I got you. Know? I'm surprised I didn't drive. I think, was it Roscoe or Mom that was driving? Roscoe. Maybe so. I can't. I can't remember who was who was driving. But I just know that she was there in Lickety. Like man, I couldn't believe how quick she was there. I couldn't either. I could listen. The fact that she, the fact that she, I mean, the moment she got to the battle zone, God says, "Go get your son. Go get kid." Mm -hmm. Yes, Laverne, the two kings, they definitely, yeah. I would call, you know, I would tell your mom that, too. I'd be like, I don't know what you did, but you raised them boys right. <laughs> I said, they definitely took care of me, and I appreciate it, you know. That wasn't even, that wasn't nothing to think about. Right, but you say that because you've been you your whole life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a whole world out there that don't operate like you, so... I have to uh, acknowledge that. And I was so grateful that I have the opportunity to tell your mama that, you know? I mean, so the thought process I have is I'm supposed to tell your mama that you in New York. <laughs> Say that again. Don't, don't, don't act like, you know, it don't go the other way around. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to tell your mother that I left you in New York. Is there a possibility that that was a thought? <laughs> yes. It's time to no. Well, what happened was, well, said, and well, what? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> right. Yes. But I'm just saying, I'm talking about from the beginning to the end, just like how you describe Michael in the motorcade and like all of that, like. That's you, like how you take care of people. Like you take care of people. You don't just, yeah, 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 yeah. You take care from the beginning to the end. I don't know if that was already in you, Mike rubbed off on you. I don't know. But I think it's the uh, Miss Lewis. <laughs> I think it's Mama Lewis. Family, that's what we do. We Yeah. Especially when, you know, in critical situations. I'm, we can call that critical. Uh, yeah. Oh, we got an eye. 
and we lick our wounds, we cuddle up, and we move. We we move forward. We move on in whatever capacity that we can. Sometimes we gotta take a step back to take a step forward, but whatever. Right, but I, you know, that that was an isolated moment that the world is remembering today. But what I just want people to know, which you know, that's you all the time. That's you all the time. Taking care, being cool, making the front and the back match. Like that's Emmanuel all the time. I wish you were here in Atlanta yesterday. Okay. Oh Lord. I wish what great what great moment did you experience? So I missed HBCU night at the Braves last Friday. I missed it. I couldn't go find them, whatever. I couldn't. So, you know, we did what we did. Mm -hmm. I respected that moment in the box week. And, of course, I had suspects. I got dubbed. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Uh, of course, my goddaughter, uh, Celia, I had to be, you know, I had to get it. Angie B, come on. Vicky, you already know. We got Kwesa up in there. And then we had the president of the university, Dr. Fridge, you know, uh, and, um, you know, so we had to get our little alumni vibe situation. Y'all must have had a ball. Y'all must have had a ball. We did. Because if you're around many, it's going to be fun. It's going to be laughter. It's going to be good food. <laughs> the Dakaries forward. What? <laughs> See, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I was, I was uh, I'm the uh, pro-am um, uh uh, liquid libator. Uh, I'm gonna make up some words here. I was, <laughs> I was, I was the bartender. Um, oh, for real? Okay. Now here's the fun thing about me being the bartender. Yeah, I, re I really want to hear this. Uh, the fun part about me being a bartender is that I don't drink. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to understand. So your drinks are gonna be extra stiff. <laughs> I have no rational. <laughs> you have them loose up in there. I have no rational process of this. No supposed to be more of this and less of this. Oh my gosh! Whatever it is, trust me, you're gonna feel good when you leave because I. They was lit. I am. It is amateur hour, but it will look professional. I got the little umbrellas and the paper straws and the. The little fruit, I would make it look professional. So that's why I call it Pro-Am. It looks <laughs> but it tastes good Lord, boy, to make you stand on your tailbone. Well, wait, what was what was what was the drink comments? What were the drink comments? Oh, this good. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. One more now. Give me one more. We got more on that bitch over there. Bring that bitch back over there. <laughs> Somebody don't drink making great drinks. Oh my gosh. I believe it. I believe it. 
y'all y'all don't know, man. Manny got so many skill sets. Like the man fly fishes, he flies planes, he cooks. I love that. I do cook. I love fly fishing. I started that and when I was in um where was I? I think I was in Colorado. Yeah. First time I went was in Colorado. And that was for the Special Olympics. I think in the eighty in the eighties or something, whatever this was. That was my first time plastic. <gasps> you could do that with a I thought that was dope. And you kept it up. Like Yeah. I have right in the next room I'm on fire rod. You know, working on it. Because mm, I I think I seen something where you was in the Bahamas not too long ago. Yes. Big fish. Yeah we Big, some big ones out there. We got big um, mahi. We've got some big um, uh, what's that fish. Uh, uh, um, I can't even think what the name of the one was, but yeah, big big boys out of uh, out of um, Nassau, yeah. Nassau, and off and Exuma and all that. Stuff. Yeah, I was like, I ain't even seen these kind of fish ever. Even like the kind of fish that you, I was like, they need to go back in the water. They look very exotic. Listen, um, listen. Do y'all eat them or you throw them back? Do you throw them back? We eat them. I love it. Like this man, I don't know what to call you. Like Renaissance, I don't know because at the same time, you know, like that greasy spoon on the corner that's in the cut that might have some ribs or something like that. Don't nobody is out the way. Then he knows how to kick it at the club, listening to jazz along the way. I mean, man, there's only one you. You know too much about me. <laughs> but, but I love it. But you still ain't got to be cool, down to earth, like loving, spread joy. You can have all of those skill sets and still not be, you know, who you are. And so that's what I want people to know. Like September 11th was a moment in time, but you're that all the time. So, so those moments, they, they take you there. Right, those moments, the pre with the Michael, have the high, the high. Wake up in the morning, we get the low, the lows, and then we have all these other nuances in life that that we're dealing with. And it's been what thirty years now. I mean, what in twenty today marks twenty years since September eleventh. That's crazy. Yeah, and I had to, you know, like I said, I, I it's not like something I just thought about, but. Um, I did write a, a, a blog about my experience, but like, I was like, I was there with him and I don't know what his experience was. Cause you know, he, just because you're there together don't mean you experience the exact same thing. You know? You're right. You're right. We, we were, once we got together, it was very much the same thing. But mm. the moments leading up to it. Right. I didn't know any of that. None of that. None of that. So I am so grateful that that A, that you were willing to share on, you know, such a momentous day, you know? I'm so happy that I did not go to Chicago morning mm -hmm. 
because had I done that, it would have made it very difficult for you to be there. And of course, you would stay with Chris, and that's your bro's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, wanting your to, presence added so much more. It's great being with us and with my mom, and and you know you you part of the family and all. But but it's another thing to when you got home, you got that extra hug too. You know yeah, yeah. You know they you yeah. want that same. You want that same hug that you know that was waiting for you on the other side, and she want to touch you and make it right. Whatever. Hey, your hand wrist or whatever. No, like you know, you know how parents, you know, are. Um, so yeah, so it's. I don't know. I don't even ever think of myself in what I do and my things I enjoy and how whatever. My sister lovingly calls me um, E Slash. So that was the nickname slash rap name I would give myself because she says you do so many things. So you're slash, you know, you cook, you chef slash, pilot slash, seriously, actor slash, entrepreneur slash, or whatever, whatever. Calls me slash when she talks about whatever. So I don't even name it. I you know or think of it. Be honest, you know, you just we're always in the moment. You know that. Yeah, well, I know that because of you. Because you are in the moment type of dude, but you be in the moment at the box suite of a football game. Like, you be in the moment in the Nassau Bahamas fly fishing. You be in the moment flying above your house in a plane, <laughs> in the motor coat. Like, you know, I can see why you don't think about stuff. If you got too many moments, you got to be in the, the now. You know, speaking about that, which is fun, and I think about it, my, my mom always passed. Um, and one of the fun things I enjoyed, I don't know, I oh, really bad. One of the things I enjoyed, my mom always said, you can do anything you put your mind to. And she said enough times, she said it enough times to me for me to believe it. Mm. So I would challenge myself to find out how true that is. Mm -hmm. And so I said to her, Mama, I want to fly. I want to be a pilot. And then I looked at her. Because she said I can do anything I put my mind to. Yeah. So now I'm telling you I want to be a pilot. And I know in your head... She's thinking, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? Right? Right. But now I'm going to. I'm challenging you. Now I'm. It's not something I'm doing just to challenge you. I really want to do it. But me saying it out loud is now going to challenge her motherly sense of, like, baby. So I first want to learn how to fly a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And thinking of her in these moments. Um, she says, well, let me sleep on it. Let me pray on it. Okay. A week later, you finish sleeping and praying on it. <laughs> oh, my 
thinking, well, if you don't mention it no more. <laughs> If he doesn't, oh my god! But that was not the case because you was gonna mention it again. Oh heck yeah! I was serious. I was yeah, mad. yeah, yeah. So I mentioned it to her again, Mom. I'll tell you what. Let's fly down. Let's let's drive over to the place where the planes are. And let me look and see what the planes look like. And let me talk to the instructors and find out how much it costs and whatever. So I first started flying. My first flight lesson was in Van Nuys in California in the valley. Wow. My first flight lesson. I still have my... Let me show you something. I've never uh -oh. shown anybody this before, okay? Hold on. we got a bunch of exclusives in this conversation. Many. Yeah, his, his mom was everything. So, this is my flight back. Nice. For my little section here, okay? Is that a is that a book? How you fly? Uh, this is the operator manual of uh, the Cessna that I was flying, and and then this is my. My Bose headset, my Bose headset for my. Uh, wow! So that's what you wore in the plane. So this is what I wear in the plane. My first one was David Clark. My first one was the old school David Clark. I don't know where I put that. It's around here somewhere. But then I had to move up to the Bose. Nice. Okay. So you have the little mic and yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're flying, and this is what that looks like when I'm in the plane, and I got my bow. And, and what you got, like the controls, your phone, and, and 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 whatnot, right? So this is what that is. So it's one thing to talk about it, but yeah. it's another thing to show you and how we be about it, right? Right. <laughs> right. You we, got ain't gonna, actual, we ain't, we, we ain't gonna just talk stuff. about it. We're gonna we're gonna show you how real it is. Okay. Manny got the receipts. <laughs> so okay so that's one thing okay and put that put that away i'll zip it up later okay then the next thing here is my uh it's my logbook what's that my logbook wow so my logbook yeah we do got the receipts <laughs> got receipts no lie look no at lie. that so I've never shown this before. This is my logbook, my real life logbook of me flying. These are different stuff and endorsements. And then this is, I'm sorry, let me put up there. My my first my first flight wow. right here. And if you look at it and you see Van Nuys. Yep, I see it. BNY, that's my first time. Wow. That was in 94. Mm. He's been flying for a minute, y'all. Since um, August of 1994 four was my first flight. Mm, okay. mm, mm. And then, you know, you... Okay, more receipts. And and then you just you keep flying. Wow, look at... So them are all hours 
Yeah, this is all hours that you flew. You just keep going. Wow. And you keep going. <laughs> and you were in the, when you were in the pilot spot when you was doing this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're we flying. We're real deal. This is a real logbook. This ain't, this ain't play play. We, 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 ain't just, we ain't talking about it. We, this is, this is doing it. Man, look how many, like how many, how many hours did you fly, dog? We got a lot of time on this thing. So I just wanted to show you because we, you've talked about it, but I, I don't think I've ever shared with you. Yeah, you haven't. I didn't see the that, earphones and the, the log book. I didn't even know there was such thing as a log book. Yeah. So this is our log book and we put some time in. Uh, even when I flew in, in Canada, I didn't log those hours. I don't know why, but I really didn't log any of the time I flew in Canada. But that was dope, though. Because mm -hmm. I was flying over the res. But anyway, back to the main story why I even brought that out was because um, I started flying and and it's a great feeling when your mom tells you you can do whatever you want and 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 you know and reason of course and so I would always I would always come I would always come from the airport and I would take off and I would come straight to the house and I would do like donuts in the air and, and around the house and I would just keep one that that wing dip down like that and I would just like like you know how the the birds fly like that and yeah. fly in a circle and I would always do that and fly around the, and like on a on a point you pick a point and then you fly the, the whole flank plane flies around that point and the head kind of stays right there on it like that and so I would do that just to let mom know you know it's it's just me <laughs> what was her reaction mom uh <laughs> you would come outside <laughs> it's like a forest gump moment My goodness! I'm so I'm so happy she uh let you like you eventually you you got your way. So I don't know why I didn't do it then, but so I eventually got me a a, a ground radio. So I could have given her my radio. So this is the radio that we can communicate with for weather and for the other planes or whatever when you're on the ground or listen to calls or whatever. Sometimes we'll go to different air shows or uh, you know, we're just chilling in the car watching. I love the planes. We have like this over here in Falcon Field. We'll have some uh, planes that are doing of like seven or eight planes and they're doing formations and stuff at the airport and mm -hmm. so we can just turn it on and listen and hear what they're saying they're, they're breaking off doing these maneuvers and it's kind of dope and i should have just given her the radio and we can at least had a quick moment of hey mom how you doing I know, what's for lunch what's for dinner you know <laughs> you need me to bring anything from the grocery store on the way back <laughs> or, you know just some dumb stuff right because, you know, that's what you do, right? 
So oh here's, my God. here's a fun moment. I know this has got nothing to do with 9-11 or, or the Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, we, but you, listen, but you, you gave. gave. You already gave. You already gave what it's supposed to have given. So, so the first time, um, so the first time I soloed, um, well, I had already been ready. My teacher said I was ready to solo like a week ago, right? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not ready yet. I'm not, I'm not ready. So, <laughs> so, so, I'm like, sure about that? Like, for real? So he's like, yes, I'm gonna get out the plane right now. No, you're not getting out right now. No, I'm talking about when you land. I'm going to get out the plane, and then you're going to go around. Okay, so this is what you got to do, okay? I'm going to get out the plane, and then you're going to, you know, take off. You know, go taxi to the thing, take off, and you're going to do three landings at a full stop. Like, each landing, you do a full stop, and then and then that's your solo, right? And you got to go around the pattern, right? And I'm like, well, you, know, you don't understand. That just don't happen like that for, for us, all right? So my people got to be here, all right? Because... They're never going to believe this. Right. Okay? They're never going to believe this. I need to show my people what you're saying and what you're talking about. It's one thing saying, yeah, I just soloed the other day. And even though they would, you know, they did, they really can't ever say to Manny, yeah, you tell a story because they know we do some pretty awesome, crazy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But but to see it, it's it's got to be an inclusion thing. You just can't just like do this and not include your family on monumental yeah. moments such as this. Mm-hmm. So I told my mom and them, I told my <laughs> sister and them, I told my cousin and them, I, like, you know, in the South, that's how we, we, we talk about the mom and them. So right, right, right. We're in the ATL. I'm sorry. We'll get back to the Brooklyn lingo in a minute. But we're in the ATL. <laughs> We in the ATL shouted, so we're gonna Atlanta. We we we're gonna we're gonna uh, embrace that for a moment, okay? Absolutely. Um, so, so they showed up. The family, my niece, my sister, uh, uh, and everybody showed up at the airport. Mm-hmm. Seeing is believing. That's right. Absolutely. Uh, so, um. So, okay, first of all, for y'all do, that do not know, Quincy and I, we met, we both went to Clark Atlanta University. So we are alumni. This is my, 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 my real colleague. Like, we really went to school together. <laughs> like, so for real, for say, real. When you say colleague in the professional world, it's like you went, you work with each other. We right. went to school. We went to college together. So this is how yes. we've known each other for the years and family. And she's got even better stories than any of these ones I'm talking about for her cook. Uh, I don't that. think so. You just. You're about to tell me about how you invited your whole family to see you do triple, quadruple uh, stops in flying. Yeah, continue. <laughs> so I was like, yo, I'm excited. So I'm, I'm, we've been flying for that morning, he and I, my instructor and Mark, and, uh, and, uh, we decided, uh, you know, I was I was waiting. I was waiting for them to show up. I wasn't. He wasn't getting out of that doggone plane for nothing until until they showed up. And then they showed up and they pulled on the side. And the guy, one of the guys, uh, forget his name, but he has he had one of these like radio, right, ground radio. And um, he's like, if you want to talk to them, you know, here 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 it is. You can talk to them, right? 
And she's like, no, nah, that boy need to concentrate. He don't need to be talking to me. He better fly that plane. <laughs> that sounds just like her. But I can hear this in the plane on the <laughs> I can hear this with my headphones on with my thing uh You yeah. must have been cracking up. I'm dying laughing because they don't know they're on the like they're in the overhead speaker because there's a speaker that's on the side of the, the FBO. Um, um, and and so the speaker that when you speak, it can do it out there. Yeah. You're fine. Fix it back right. You okay? Yeah. You good? That might have been what I... <laughs> Okay, cool. What the whole time? Um, so... What was that? I'm sorry, somebody just you, you heard you heard them you heard them while so you I'm were... hearing them in my headphones. Yeah. I can hear them in the speaker of the uh on the ground that you know she's like, uh-uh, he need to concentrate. Uh-uh, don't take that thing away from me. I don't need to, <laughs> need to... I'm like, Mom, I can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's oh, God. everything from him, she's like. You better concentrate and get on back down here, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. So that completely was what I needed because it completely got me from being nervous or thinking about the whole flying thing. Because now I'm not even thinking about me. Now flying is second nature. I was already been ready to solo at that moment. I'm no longer thinking about me. I'm thinking about my mom, my sister, and them mm -hmm. down here. And how afraid my mom is. How afraid my sister is. And, you know, my niece. And they're, like, in awe. And they had never seen me fly before. Uh, well, my mom had. But she had never saw me fly by myself. So they were in awe. And I was loving the fact that they were like in a state of frantic, right? <laughs> and uh and so and so I, you know, I I did my thing. I did two one way and then the wind had shifted. So we I needed to go the opposite way of the um the pattern because the winds had shifted and it was favoring uh the up opposite direction. So now here it is my time to show out a little bit and they didn't mm. even notice that I was even showing out, okay? Mm. And this is not what I encourage anyone else to do, but I was just feeling myself at the moment. Yeah. So now, here I am. I'm coming in for a landing, and I'm coming in like this, right? Because we're the steep landing. I got full flaps coming in, and I'm, like, basically feathering this thing down. I, I'm coming in from a high approach, and I'm coming down, and I've got my, I'm pulling my power back, and I'm just letting that, that speed bleed off, and now my back wheel uh my back two wheels touch and my front wheel is still up and i just and because i landed early because i like to land as close to the numbers as possible if you look on the airplane there's always two numbers one on the opposite end one at the very beginning of that one right so mm -hmm. i'm landing like literally like right after the numbers i'm landing really really early and i'm landing and my back two wheels are are just touched right and mm -hmm. I just give it just a little, just a little bit of power. And I literally wheelie the airplane all the way toward the other end before I dropped the nose. Because I was 
feeling myself, okay? Feeling yourself. I feel like, man, what would it be like to wheel it? You know, because I feel like, like you're on a bike or something, right? Yeah. So I just it a little bit all the way down the runway just to have some fun, drop the nose, and then went on to turn off, you know, radio, um, whatever my call sign was for the airplane, uh, clear of active runway, whatever, blah, 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 whatever that one was, and then come off. And then I get out, um, you know, I'm pulling the cords out and my seat and uh, trimming the plank. Because when he gets out, he just gets out, right? I'm the one that's got to, you know, go through the checklist and go turn off everything and sequence and, you know, do all the other technical stuff, right? Yeah. So, so I've got to, I'm doing all that. He just chops out. He's like, all right, finish up. And uh, he just jumps out. So I don't even know why he's jumping out, like, like uh, 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 whatever. And then, and then I do all of those flights, right? And then I come back, and he, he's down here talking to my mom the whole time. I'm doing the three, the three flights, right? And then do the opposite one, and then I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the, the Willie, and all this by myself, right? This is my solo. Mm. And he comes to the plane, and he says. Your mama said I can't throw water on you, but I can cut your shirt out. And Wait, is this a tradition or something? This is the tradition, okay? So the tradition is, um, the tradition is when you solo, um, the they throw a bucket of water over you, and then they cut the back of your shirt out. Oh, no, you don't got the shirt. No, you don't got the shirt. Man, man, he got stories and receipts. Okay, stories and receipts. Okay, so I framed it. Oh, wow! Look at that. Oh my! So this is—I don't know how much you can see of it, but I'm gonna try and make it go up. Yeah, so see I see it. E L. Oh my! Wow. Did somebody sign it? Did people sign it? So, the tradition is, once you solo, this is 2003 that I solo. Um, because I stopped for a while when I was flying. I stopped. I didn't like the instructor that was in L.A., so I stopped. And then, literally, when I came to Georgia, I thought about it again. And I'm like, I'm not going to let him take that away from me. Come on now. I don't want to do this. And so I just, because I didn't like him and the way that he was jerking the yoke while we were flying, because he wanted me to do maneuvers that I wasn't ready for. Like, you know, slow down, guy. I'm, this is my, I, I'm paying the ticket, you know. I go out of small place, then let me do that. Because I'm, it was probably, flying for me was a fear, but it, mm -hmm. but at the same time, something I've always wanted to do. So mm. I literally, I was battling both things. I'm not fearful of it anymore, but you have to respect it. Right. So, so when I started back up, I started back in Atlanta and off of Tyrell Field. Well, Motor, Atlanta's Motor Speedway now. But so what you do with this, I had everybody that was there who witnessed it to sign it. Wow. And that's dope. What was amazing, what I didn't know is that, you know, normally the the instructor only signs it. Um, so he was kind of not happy that I had other people <laughs> sign it too. 
he was like, that's reserved for me. Right, right. <laughs> but I was, I'm like, I'm like, damn that. Anybody that was here, y'all a witness. I need y'all to co-sign on this thing. You know what I mean? I need y'all to say that this is how it was. So my sister, my sister's signature is right here. Oh, nice, kids. Right? I mean, it's it's my shirt. It's yours. It's coming home with me. Thank you. But my the mom signed it right here. Oh, nice. My mom signed it there. Aww. Um. And then, so this airplane, uh, let me see. So I landed, I think the last thing I landed was on 2-4. And the wing number uh, of it. Um. So, yeah. I had family and friends that was there to sign off on it. It was Hawaiian Day. And so normally on that day, every Wednesday on, on Hawaiian Day, that you wear a Hawaiian shirt. So that was That's why, why the I was, shirt. I, was, yeah. I had a shirt, a T-shirt, that I was going to, when I landed the second time, I was going to take off this and put on this because this is one of my favorite shirts. But I'm glad I didn't do that. And even though I like the shirt very much and I hate it being ruined, but I'm glad I did it because it really re makes me remember this moment on what day yes. it was because it was a day that, you know, everybody wore their Hawaiian shirts on, on, the, on Wednesdays or whatever. And so it says first, first solo. I don't know if you can see that. It says first solo. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> nice, Emmanuel. So what did so, they what did they think? What did your mom think when you finally landed? They didn't let you throw no water on her baby, but what you, your shirt got cut, but what did they think about what they actually witnessed? That's a great question. Um they were they were just very surprised. They were just they were she was in awe, she was shocked, she was like you know, um, you can't underestimate this guy. You can't, like, um, you know, it, it, she was just, like, she was in awe. She was just, like, I can't believe my baby. In her mind, it wasn't Emmanuel Lewis doing it. It's my baby doing it. Yes, right? that's what I'm the saying. So she was thinking, my baby's in the air, you know, and I'm the youngest of the group, right? I'm the baby boy. So it's like, my baby's in the air. I want him to be safe and land. And I, I'm guarantee you all she was doing down there was praying. Praying. And, you, know, <laughs> you know, I got to pray mama, you know what I mean? So she was yes. praying and, 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 and binding the devil and, and, and you know, doing, <laughs> you know, holding that cloth and, you know, doing what, what folk, her folk do, you know what I mean? So... <laughs> she was happy. She, she was happy to see her baby oh land. Finally, God. she was she was very happy. I was uh, I was happy, and there's no when you're doing something significant, you know, you want your loved ones around you. You know what I mean? And, and to do it, and you know, to do it, and no one be there. It's like the most probably one of the most loneliest loneliest feeling in the world to do something dope and then nobody you know for those that you do exactly for yourself and that was for me but you know come on this is like black people don't do that you know thank I mean? you 
Thank you. And you from look, you from Brooklyn and all that. But you know, come on, it's, it wasn't like I didn't know any other black pilots. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. I I didn't know at that on that day at that moment. I didn't know any black pilot friend. Mm. I didn't know any black pilot person that I knew that would say, you know what? Let me take you for a spin. Let's go up in my plane and let me show you that. Now I've been on private jets, don't get me wrong, but I've never I'd never had been ex, ex, had that experience with mm -hmm. a person of color to make that a realization from a from a from a brother from the hood. You know what I mean? Like I keep it really, really real. That's why I always say I'm from Bed Stuy. It's not so much just a pounding on the chest. It's like it's the remembering where you come from. You remember I come from, you know, projects. I come from Lafayette Gardens. I come from Bed Stuy. People don't become pilots. You know what I mean? People don't have the best of the best. They don't. They're not aspiring to the to do the greatest thing. You're aspiring just to get out. You're aspiring to, to live. You're aspiring to, you know, make it to the next week. You're aspiring for the for the, the low hanging fruit. Right. So to meet and greet people and do these other things is still. I don't take those those events that I get a chance to do, like you know, at that time with Mike. I, you know, you don't really take it for granted that much because you know it's like, you know, it's like Biggie. It was all a dream. You know what I mean? You, you like you don't really, you don't yeah. think that it's gonna. You think it's gonna leave at any given moment. You don't think that it's gonna last forever. You think that you're gonna, you're gonna savor this moment right now, and because you know if it's taken away, I'll have that memory forever. And like so. It's just, it's a different vibe. So I say yeah. that. I say I'm from Brooklyn because it's like you remember the concrete jungle, you know what I mean, mm. that you come from. And those are not options that's handed to little black boys and little black girls or little Hispanic boys uh, and little Hispanic girls. You don't, you don't get that. Those are my neighbors. Those are the people who were my next door here and my next door there. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It was a high rise when we moved in there. It was a project when I moved out. You feel me? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that that's just the, I don't know. Did I, no, that's the reality. So is the first black pilot experience of meeting somebody who you knew very well, who flew a plane, was looking in the mirror? Yeah. That's yeah. dope. So you didn't see it, but you became it. Right. I mean, the model for 100 Black men is what you see is what you will be. That's the mm. model for 100 Black men of America. I love that. And you live that. So I had to become what I didn't see in my community. I had yeah. to become what was not necessarily an offer, offer to me. I could go and do a lot of things, but I, there was not anybody that was saying this is an option for you. You can, I'm not saying from a, you know, trying to do it for a living or anything like that, but just to even experience it once. Yeah. Just once. Yeah, no. This is something that was out of my head that I thought would be dope 
that I'm like, you know, because I have remote control helicopters all the time, right? And and I was like, man, it sure would be dope to actually be in this helicopter, not from the on the ground making it go up, but but to be in there and making it go up, or you know where I want to go and land where I want to land and and do that. So mm, mm, mm. so afterwards, I started to learn about the slugs. And I started to learn about all these other organizations where you have, you know, different people to fly. Uh, Wait, what is, what is slugs? What is slugs? What is that? So slugs was right here in Atlanta. And it was. Um... <laughs> so French says most black boys in the hood <laughs> want to drive the bus. You became the client of full planes. So dope. Yeah, that's super dope. So, so slugs was a is an acronym which I don't even remember what it is now, but it's basically uh, black pilots, some of them airline pilots, uh, that and OBAP. Yeah, I heard of OBAP before, but the local one here at PDK was called Slugs, and uh, I think it's called Slugs, and. Um, and there were a bunch of black pilots, male and females, that had all these experiences. And had I not already done that, I would have never knew about these other groups because this is before internet. This is before social media. This is before, like, all this other stuff that was going on. I think that by this time, we had dial-up. You know what I mean? Which is completely, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> You got mail. <laughs> AOL boy, I swear those days are crazy. <laughs> well, I'm just so glad, like, just that you showed us all of that, the log, because you know it makes it real for others too. You know what I mean? It makes it real for other people. Like, and then when you break it down, like I'm from Brooklyn, and not to to boast, but just from this is was the starting point, and look where look where I went. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it was definitely, um, you know, all these moments and you think about and, and it just ties to the family unit, you know what I mean? And, and how I equate it in my head. And, and I know it sounds so much different from everything else, but it's these moments that we cherish with family and, you know, bringing folks together. And that moment when we, when they drove in from Georgia to New York to, uh, to come and get us, uh, and all all those moments start to collide on when those moments when the family got together, and and there was something beautiful that was going to happen after all of that, and and all these great you know nuances that we were able to have with one another, and I think about that moment, you know, and yeah. you know having mom and you know she's been gone for six years now and I still talk to her as if she's here because I can always hear her words of wisdom and I can always you know the other day I got a cheese Danish uh, because I was thinking of her you know what I mean or I would do something that she would do because you know it's like a connection right Yeah. So I, would, I would go to my brother and I'd be like alright I'm done with my memory <laughs> I eat half of it. 
shop with the Chris. My brother Chris. All right, take it from here. I got you, bro. I got you. Y'all have so many great memories yeah. with her. Like, yeah, oh my. I got it from here, bro. I know where you're going with this. Because <laughs> I'm sure he know about the cheese Danish as well. So I don't know. It was crazy. I don't know. Uh, and they could have drove. I don't know how fast they drove. All I know is that they got there with the quick quick. With the quickness. Uh, that's all I remember. With the quickness. Your mother raised a beautiful spirit. You are. Yes. Say that again. Dap on that a thousand times. Like, you know, you don't think that, uh, you, you know, when you grow up with good people, uh, your mom's a good person or you got a good friend. Or, you know, you think that's like, the world. It's not. <laughs> it's not. So you are special. People know it. Anybody who's been in your company know it. I feel blessed and, you know, honored. Like Webster was a character, but like Emmanuel Lewis, that's the real deal. That's the real deal, Holyfield. And um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have been your friend all these years and all the moments that you've give, given me, not just September 11th and feeling that safety and that amazing fun the night before. But just but just just regular you, regular day, regular whatever. You know what I mean? One spaghetti, of a kind. Spaghetti, ice cream, and chicken legs. Come on now. <laughs> but not look, not just the not just barbecue. Some people just barbecue. Emmanuel, he first of all, he made I'm talking about uh, my graduation party. It, it, it might as well have been his because he was the hit. <laughs> he was the man. This man made homemade ice cream. And you know, like when you go to a barbecue, people got barbecue. This man had cuts, cuts on the meat, like like in, in an advertisement. I was, I was tripping. You know what I mean? I know you was, whoa, for real? Like, really? Oh my god. You came I, and kicked but like really that was your party. Like, you know what I mean? I was there, but it was it was your thing. It was your Okay, we'll talk about that at another another uh, time. Yeah. Day. But that just know this man has many talents. He can cook his we face have on a lot of memories together. <laughs> um because Quincy is family. Uh this is our part of our CAU family, but she made it she's a, a member of the Lewis family. Yes, and, I'm um, into the house. I'm into she, the house. She come to the house. She stay at the crib, and we go and and drive the folks' house. And uh... <laughs> Emmanuel was Emmanuel was Uber black before Uber existed. <laughs> Yet another story we have. We, we have stories for a day, for days. And I'm just like one person. This man has lived, and I'm just one person. Like. All these, you can, Laverne in the comments, I'm sure, like, you got so many people where you got a whole chapter with, you know what I mean? That's why I, I prefaced earlier when I said, you know, people, Michael is a big dog, like you said, Michael yeah. Jackson, he's the Michael, so you, got, yeah. but like, you have so many other chapters with so many other people that are amazing, from family to 
icons to just there memories. Are, there are so many great memories. I don't even talk about the times we would hang out at Sammy Davis Jr. house very much. And those were big major memories for me. And and always hanging out with Debbie Allen and and, and, and doing stuff with her. That was a, always a great memory. And, and going to Cab Calloway's house and going to uh, hang out and visit um, Muhammad Ali. And I mean, there's so many different great moments the fourth of july party we had with herschel walker and, and ben vereen at the house there's so many different moments that like uh i can't even list them all i really can't um it, it was just ones that just rise to the top but there's so many great memories that that that's there uh that we don't really communicate much about but it's always there are there are a lot of yeah stuff will you write will you ever write a book it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Number one, there's so much stuff that happened. I don't even know how to condense it. Um, I don't know what matters to other people, right? So what, what is it that they want to hear? I'd have to get, I guess, with an editor. But I want to find out what it is that matters to them from the stuff. Because what matters to me and what matters to the masses might be different. Um, uh, I'm very protective of the people that I know, my relationships. And I'm very private. So that's very difficult. Um, so I don't know. My my mm -hmm. thought my thought would be yes, that would be a great answer. The reality, probably hell no. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that's just <laughs> look. He keeping it. He keeping it all the way real with y'all. Okay, I love it. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's, I love it. That is, that is, oh my God, if you understand how real that moment is right there. That's, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. It sound, it, it sound that it came from the heart of truth. Really. <laughs> there are other things that I could possibly write about, but, um, you know, there are these new chapters that we're doing. We might be able to write about those things, um, elements of reflections of the past and, and how those things created the person who I am today and what we're able to accomplish now because of what took place before and you know you know basically the sum of all of who we are I think is dope um I saw that uh friend he says I can make a mean peanut butter and jelly I saw that <laughs> all right yeah y'all don't even know this brother can really really cook like it's not like it's not even a joke. Like I'm, you know, listen, and, and not just desserts, not just desserts. Like main course, seafood, gumbo. Like seriously, where where does it stop, man? See, see, they don't, they don't know, they don't know, and they have not seen what you have seen firsthand. Because I think I came to your house with some plastic Tupperware of some chicken I had marinated the night before. That's mm -hmm. how that's how I entered your house. And I think I did the majority of the cooking at your house. Yeah, you did. Apartment. Yeah. And so you saw it firsthand of uh what what that was and how we got down. So so it's very uh fun. I don't cook every day. I don't. I uh, no, I'm just talking about the ability. But just the like ability. you probably don't fly every day, but the ability, the logs, the receipts that you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you ain't got to do I nothing every day. 
You know, the ability, well, you know what, listen, I, I'm a mama's boy, uh, not to the day she died, but to the day I died. Come uh, on now. And um, I learned from my mama, I learned from my grandmother, I learned from my great-grandmother. My siblings didn't really take up cooking to that degree, and I was kind of stuck in the house. So if you're stuck in the house and something starts smelling good, you want to figure out how do you recreate that if they ain't there, you know? Right. And so that's what that moment came from. I was always stuck in the house. I could not really go out and play. I had a professional career. I can't be on the playground and scuff up my arm and leg, and I've got to go tape the next day. So it wasn't, you know, those kind of things that, that was that I could do. So it was But you didn't have to be but you didn't have to be good at it. That is my point. You could have did it. What up, son? You didn't uh, have to be good at it. That's no, what I'm no. saying. No, no, you no. See, my mama was a was was awesome at cooking. Okay. Amen. She was awesome at cooking. You know that mm -hmm. firsthand. I but do. my grandmama. I can't even imagine. My mama. What? Okay. And my great grandmother, who I lived, who, who lived with us in in the in L.A. and in, in in Atlanta, she can set both of them down and give them both another lesson. Wow! You know what I mean? My grandma was my great grandmother was that bad. She was mm. she was born in Effingham, South Carolina. She's a Southern gal. My mama was from Virginia, Southern girl. So even though I'm from up top. I was learning your roots. Your roots are my roots are from the south. The south. That's yeah. why it's so comfortable for me to be in Georgia because yeah. my father's from Charleston, my grandmother's from Effingham. So there's a lot of, you know, mm -hmm. southern native roots in my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you said so. You're saying if you was gonna cook, there was no way that you weren't gonna be good just based on your DNA. When your great grandmother is over your shoulder, don't stir that pot now. Don't don't let it burn. How you gonna how you gonna cook? Taste a little bit of that. It needs a little bit more um cumin. It needs a little more pepper. You know, when your grand when your great grandmother is Come on eating now. your food. And you then, can't help it. And then I have this great memory of taste. So if I taste it, then I could come back to it. And so that's what she taught me. She taught mm -hmm. me how to know what's right or wrong with it by tasting it. Yeah. And my grandmother never measured anything. My great-grandmother, she never measured anything. She used her hand mm. like this. She would use her hand. And she would put the salt in it or the sugar in it or the whatever. And she would dump it. And she knew exactly. So I'm like, all right, Grandma. Because, you know, I, I didn't believe none of that. I'm like, so how do you know exactly if that's yeah. a teaspoon or a tablespoon? She, she said, you need those uh, things. She's talking about the little measuring spoons, right? You need those things. Yeah. I don't. She says, get it out. This is a teaspoon. She pours some in there, and she said, I bring the little thing over there, and she would do that, and God dang, if it wasn't exactly a teaspoon.
Will she do it again? She know how to put exactly the amount. She would have a, a tablespoon. You pull the tablespoon of that. It was exactly. So she knew how much seasoning. Like, I can cook without using the teaspoons or not. I know it's going to be good to taste. But I couldn't tell you whether that was a teaspoon or a tablespoon or exactly how much that was. I couldn't tell you that. But I can tell you that I can do that way. I can cook that way and it'd be, you know, good. Mm. I can cook mm. that. Mm. Man, oh my God. This has been like the most Emmanuel Lewis conversation ever. Like your conversation is going to be titled Emmanuel Lewis because we going from Michael to September 11th to grandma cooking to flight school. Posh, Posh is my chef over there. She's the, the chef with the mostest. And oh, she for real? Do that. She said, I can do that. She can know whether it's a teachable nice. boy. Yeah, I, I'm not. But see, I don't ever put it in my hand, though. I just shake. And oh, okay. I can, I can just, I just know. And um, I mean, you do it enough time, you just know. But, and you taste and you find out where you at, you know, and, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's just the I just knew, I don't know what you do. I just knew it all tasted good. That's all that mattered. <laughs> I was like, this man that cook spaghetti, chicken, fresh, fresh, homemade ice cream. I mean, do you remember how uh Brett looked at you? <laughs> the next oh my day? god. Oh yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I was afraid. I felt like I was naked for a moment. <laughs> She looked at you like she can sop you up with a biscuit from that food being so oh, good. She she got that fresh, I think it was fresh ice cream that I made. Mm -hmm. Was it strawberry or vanilla? I don't know. I think it was chocolate, but it was good. Yeah, it was I think, fresh. I think I it made it. It was homemade. Yeah. So. Oh, what's my hat? It's Whitney Houston. It says Whitney Houston. You I don't know where I got it, you but I've been that. having it for a long time. So, yeah, so that's how, you know, we learn and, you know, you just yeah play with stuff well, and enjoy. Well, I want to um, bring it all because you you got a game to go to. This man, like, I don't want to be eating. He got to go. That's true. In, a, in an hour. Okay, so I had to swap my schedule because I realized that 4 o'clock is supposed to be our first home game for Clark. And so I have to... I had a double thing today, so I can't go to that one. But my boy uh, Sean from uh, Cool in the Gang, he's the lead singer of Cool in the Gang. We're going to the Home Depot, and I gotta hang out with him because they're the Johnny Gill, um, Cool in the Gang, Frankie Beverly, and um, uh, who's the last group? Uh, one more group is performing. The uh, the brothers. Whispers. See, we, I'm going backstage to hang out with them today, right now. In the, in See, an hour, I gotta meet him. That's what that's what I'm talking about. Blocks. Of, a whole another chapter is today. Yeah, September 11th. You make it a whole new chapter today. You just said cool in the game, Johnny Gill, The Whispers, classic. No, she did ask me, did I ever get to meet Whitney? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. It was amazing. And Emmanuel Lewis, Manny, he um was executive producer of a fan documentary I did for Whitney. He held back that on Kickstarter many, many years ago. So 
thank you again for that. Like you supported me in a way that nobody has. I appreciate that. Yeah, I got to meet Whitney in 1998 on MTV. I got to interview her. So yeah. Yeah, she was, uh, she was the, the, that made her life. Yeah. That right there was the, the, 9-11 was serious, but meeting Whitney Houston was the highlight of her entire life. Come on now. I'm not even mad at that. I think that is the most uh, beautiful thing. Thank you. Uh, Thank so, you. yeah, I think that's dope. Um, I'm so happy, you know, to meet someone that you love and respect and like an idol and they turn out to be cool. What's better than that? Nothing. Nothing. How about this? Meeting another one. You. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There, there it is. is. There it is. Oh, my God. Please post some stuff. Because you'll go to the Home Depot, you'll go to the Johnny Gill, and maybe you won't give us none of that because you just be in the moment. Post something from it. Nice. I see you've been posting certain things. You you being safe, right? You know it's Corona, Delta, move, whatever going on out there. That's what that's what that's what my phone is leaning on right now. One of my masks. I got it. I got it. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? <laughs> Everywhere I got, I got a mask for all the flavors. I got the black one. I got the white one. I got. I one love one it for Clark. I got one for the Braves. I got my electric mask. Let me show you my electric mask. You have an electric mask? What What does that do? Let me show you. This boy got electric mask, so I'm assuming he vaccinated on top of it because he don't do nothing halfway. Mm mm mm. He got an electric mask. I never even heard of an electric mask. Was a uh, development owned by uh, so black company. It's called New Airs. Okay. Wow. And what this is, um, it's not. I'm, this one's not open, but it's electric mask on. It's a HEPA filter on it, and you push it, and it gives you air. Uh, it circulates air inside so that you can breathe. Uh, <laughs> and it's called New Airs. Not only do you find the latest thing, you find something that's black owned. So you you um uh, go check it out. It's very good proficiency. Um, we got some other maps we need to go to the next level, which is really good, but kind of look crazy. You're the only one doing it. Somebody asked you back. Yes, I am vaccinated. Are you vaccinated, E? All day. Yeah, I got my shots. But I still got some masks. Now I don't have no electric mask. Have you used the um electric mask yet? Oh yeah, mine's in the car. What? Yeah, this is the, this is my extra one. Uh, mine is in the car. All my is it comfortable? Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna check that. Is a mask comfortable? I mean, no, no, no. I'm talking about that the electric oh, one, like we I got. It. But you live with it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, I ain't never heard of no electric mask. That's dope. Mm -mm -mm. No, you have to buy this online. So, I don't know if you can get that barcode. Get that. Yeah, nice. I'm going to check that out. That's a good gift. That's a good gift. Man, we didn't. We didn't span you like you said. Oh, I got a football. I'm, I switched that. I'm be hanging out with cool in the game. <laughs> I love it. 
Well, you know, Sean, Sean just, you know, reached out, and uh, and so I said, okay. Yeah, that's you. That's you. Well, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you going live with me today, reminiscing about September 11th, and and I really wanted to know everything that you felt, and a lot of stuff was brand new. Never, never could have conceived it, thought of it. You went in. Well, you know, I I don't talk about it very much or ever. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Hold on, I got. I pin I pin that comment for you. New airs. There you go. It's pinned. Okay. Final words, Manny. Uh, final final words about September 11th. Final words about, you know, life lessons that you learned. Leave us with some Manny wisdom. You know, when you think about all of what we're, who we are as people, Americans, as, you know, family members, loved ones, what you take in 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 any situation where there's loss of life is that we have more time to be in the moment of whatever we do. And so to me, you know, as horrible as any moment are when you lose um people in general, let alone loved ones that you know is to, you don't know when that moment is never going to see you. Mm. Like, if you're somewhere with get off your phone, get in the moment. If you're Kennedy, when, you, when they about to hug them a little hard, a little bit longer. Yeah. You know, if you have a chance to spend some time, don't defend that moment to no time. Carpe diem. He's that moment. He's the day. Mm -hmm. um, don't don't take life, family, friends for granted. Tomorrow's not promised. So when you think about not, you think about hurricane, you think about all these crazy moments, the pandemic. The thing that matters most that you think about is the last time them and what did you do were you arguing were you could you forgive them because after all of that laying over the cat and, and wailing and acting a goddamn fool that ain't gonna be real be be someone that can forgive quicker on the spot don't wait all of that is done wish you could have done something different later be a better person as soon as you can. You know, come to that, you know what, that moment, all that. They could be wrong, but you know what, let it go. Time is of it. Loving each other now, not never, not later. Suspending that, those feelings, thoughts, and moments, 
in times that we have each other. And we all we got. We all we got.